I don't either, but they let me drive it. Isn't that weird? Hey guys. Wait, how, they, that don't make no sense. Yeah, I don't have Woo! it. We're back. We're back. Hey guys, welcome back. We're domestic terrorists. The, to Ladies all the gentlemen, we are all domestic terrorists. <laughs> to all the haters that said leftovers can't go two weeks in a row. We did like yeah, what right. three weeks, even through COVID, and then and then I I had to go to Me Mexico. Then your dumbass went to Mexico and oh, no streamed. I did. I did stream from Mexico. I had Come to go on, to Mexico man. for my family, um, and uh, you know I I went to Cabo. We we stayed at a resort. But, uh... You stayed at a resort during yeah. the strike? What strike? The writer's strike? Do you think that's appropriate? <laughs> what, what are they... <laughs> are, they are they working at the Mexico just, resort? Um, yeah. Just I, I pulled a curveball. I pull, yeah, I pulled a Bill Maher. Um, but, yeah, I... Something happened to me that apparently happened to you as well. Yeah. I, I, I stepped foot in the Cabo airport... And I got, uh, I got detained. I got detained by the Customs and Border Patrol of Mexico. Uh, they, they looked, they took one look at me. I had the big Pelican case exactly with my electronic equipment. Exactly. And they're like, ah-ha-ha, come here. And I go over there and he's like, hit this button. He oh, goes, he made you, he, they didn't even make me hit the button. Yeah, he goes, hit this button. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? He's like, if the light lights up, you got to go into the x-ray machine. There I'm like, oh, button, fucking. I, look, my name is Hassan. Okay, I have traveled to and from the United States of America. I know those fucking shits are not random. Do you understand? Like, I always get random ID checked, um, even though I have fucking uh, clear. Or I always will have, like, how additional... How dare you, um... How dare you accuse them of not being honest with the button? I, for myself, I think it is random. I've never been selected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, and my experience yeah. is random. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I always get selected. Like when I'm coming into America, they always pull me to the side. And the second selection is so annoying because they do it right as you board on the plane. Mm. I don't know if you know this. Right as you board on the plane, they will pull you to the side and go, "Oh, sorry, you got randomly. Uh, you know, you. It shows on the records that we have to randomly search you." And like, cause when you're about to board the plane, you're like, all right, I made it. Like, this is the final checkpoint. Like, you're not supposed to like be you're stopped. Already at that walking point. on. The, yeah, like, like literally, the ramp. before you get on the ramp, in between, you know where they're like touching your, like when they're when they're clicking on your boarding pass. Yeah. But yeah. Past that. Are there at that point? Okay. Yeah, they just okay. stop you there, and they're like, we have to do one more search. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, which is fine. It's whatever. It's an inconvenience, but I'm used to it. I just didn't know that it would happen in Mexico because spiritually Mexicans, Flexicans and, and Turks are the same. But they didn't profile you. They just profiled <coughs> you for being rich. Yeah, not, exactly. They profiled me for being a rich it. gringo. Yeah. Uh, instead. So, yeah, they, they shake you down. 100%. So tell me how much they get from you. Um, whatever, 19%, I, so, like, The tax uh, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same fucking thing to me. Yeah, like, 20% of, uh, of $1,000. And they looked up the most expensive... They didn't look it up. Oh, they didn't even look it no. up. No, so... What did they get you on? So they hit the button, and, and then they were like, you have, uh, you know, I go through the extra machine, they're like, you have electronics. 
you have electronics in here? And I'm like, yeah. All the, yeah, people travel it's with like electronics. my personal equipment. Mm-hmm. And I had seen the pamphlet where it says, like, you have to declare if you have electronic equipment that's like, you know, there's certain boundaries, certain parameters, right? Why do they have this? Because there's a tax. Why do they have this tax? Because people buy cheap electronics in America and come into Mexico and sell cheap electronics in Mexico, right? But I'm not a fucking electronics salesman. And the things yeah. that I had in my bag were were like, they were, I had uh, monitors, I had my, um, I had my, my microphone, like, Don't they're all out of the box, you know what I mean? They're, like, yeah, neatly you're traveling packed. with a whole ass, like, little studio. Yeah. Like, yeah, this dude's setting up shop yeah. down in Tijuana. So, so they, they were like, oh, these electronic equipment, like, that's very expensive. I'm like, no, it's not. They're like, no, that's $1,000. Oh, they I'm just like, made it up. It was probably yeah, was, more than that, huh? I don't think it was more than that because it's one secondhand and two, it's like two shitty monitors. Like they were specifically pointing to the monitors like that's a thousand dollars. I'm like, no, it's not. I have a laptop. It says all of this is allowed. Like all of the electronic equipment that I have. Did the same thing. I looked allowed. up the law right in front of them. So <laughs> they pull me. They're like, you got to come with us. So they pull me to the other room. Okay. They sit me down and my mom is like panicking. Now, let me ask you, this is when you arrive in Mexico? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my mom is panicking. I'm texting her. I take a photo. I'm like, I'm here. I'm like at the, like a customs and border thing. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. They see me take a photo. They freak the fuck out. They're like, get up right now. Like, they're like literally lose their minds. They're like, you can't take a photo. You can't take a photo. He like pulls me outside. He makes me read this fucking sign. Why don't you take a seat like, right over there? That they printed out. Okay. And then they like used tape. Like they duct taped to the wall. Like there's a f- unofficial sign that says, it's illegal to take photos inside of the, like the detainment center, uh, and and that like fines that I might have to pay nice. could uh, be up to sixteen thousand dollars American. Nice. And also prison. Hell and, yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna put you in jail. Like you have to delete that photo right now. So I'm like, okay, fine, dude. I'll fucking delete the photo. Chill the fuck out. Okay, calm down. And I delete the photo. He's like, delete it from your recently deleted. And I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers know what they're doing. Recently <laughs> like, deleted. I, they, yeah, they're like, go to your recently deleted. I'm like, holy shit, this guy's definitely done this before. Oh, yeah. So I delete it from my recently deleted. Okay. So they sit me down again. And they're like, it's $1,000. You have $1,000 of uh, equipment. I'm going to take your passport. I'm not going to give it back to you if you don't pay this. Oh, well, and, that. Wait, can you do that? No. Yeah. Fuck no. They didn't first, threaten that to me. No. That's first crazy. of all, I, I, like, at that point, I was like, Wait, can, I was like, I'm an American citizen. I don't think he can do that. Yeah. Um, so he was like, Oh, I'm gonna take your passport. I might. But it's deta- Mexico. Yeah. But I mean, who the, fucking knows? Don't matter, bro. Come on. You I call, know, but like, it's a one call to the embassy. I know, but they'll fuck your whole week up. Yeah, for sure. Which is, and I then, don't want to do that. And then yeah. just let you go home after yeah. like torturing you for a week. Yeah. Well, then not like literal torture, but just you know, putting you in. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like annoying. Yeah. Um. So I didn't want to deal with all that, obviously. Um, and, uh, I'm like, it's not a thousand dollars. So at that point I'm like, all right, I'll pay this, but like, I'm going to, ha- I'm going to try to haggle with this guy because it's not a thousand dollars. And he's like, prove it. I'm like, okay. And I pull my phone out. He goes, put your fucking phone back in your pocket. I'm like, well, how am I going to prove it? He's like, should have thought about that before you came into Mexico. And he was like, he wouldn't let me pull my phone out to show him the receipt of like how much these electronic equipment costs. And so, uh, yeah, I, I had down. to pay uh, this arbitrary fee that they made up in their mind. $1,000? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You had the cash on you? No. The credit card payment. Oh, no. I Well, I I was not. I had I had cash on me, but I was not going to give those motherfuckers cash. I was like, yeah, if you want. You do credit card? <laughs> yeah. 
Charge back? Yeah, I did not charge back because charge uh, back Mexican government. Um, I did not charge back because I didn't want to like fuck around. You know what I mean? Put that. Phone well, now down. that you're back, what if I go back? And they're they're I'm not going arrest so, warrant. So since it happened to me, I haven't been back. So it happened to you in a similar fashion. You're saying I used to vacation in Mexico all the time. I love Mexico. Uh huh. So close. It's beautiful. The Mexican people are wonderful, except the ones that work at uh, past, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, customs. That's got to be one of the best jobs in Mexico. Those guys probably just clear so much fucking dinero, dude. That is a good job. Uh, I think, like, being a federal is pretty solid. Uh, like, mm -hmm. local police are, are pretty corrupt, as far as I understand, depending on where you are at. So I went in there with a, uh, D DGI, the drone. Oh, yeah, yeah, they told, yeah, they were like, do you have a drone in there? I was like, no. So I was, I checked it on, just for no reason. We went down there, it was, it was a few years ago, and we just wanted to get some fun shots for, for YouTube, right? Uh-huh. And, um, the minute we arrived, my drone was on the, you know, the conveyor going in, and they, just like you, they pulled us aside and was like, you can't bring electronics into Mexico. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I was like, Sid, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, everyone's walking in with a phone. That's just the same cost as Yeah. Them. He's like, listen, dude, here's the deal. We have to charge you sales tax. And I was like, he's like, that or you can just get on a plane and leave. I said, what if I don't want to pay it? He says, you can leave. We won't let you in the country. So I was like, okay. He's like, so this thing costs like $5,000. I was like, no. He oh, let me look it up on the phone. Oh yeah, my, mine did not let me look it up. Oh my god, if but I had that, to pay tax on $5,000, I would have been throwing hands at that point. I, I would have been like, fuck you. Well, you and paid it, tax on almost that much at a thousand, I paid didn't a, you? at a thousand, but at that point, like, obviously it's You not paid a thousand. I paid uh, taxes on $1,000 worth of electronics. Oh, so you paid only a few hundred, a couple hundred Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and come it, on. But it's oh, not, the, it's not the money. It's not the money. You paid a thousand. I know, I know. It's not the money. It's 100% the principle. I know. Because like... I, I'm Turkish. I go to Turkey all the fucking time. Okay, or, or used to. I don't anymore. But like, I know how that shit works. Okay, I know. I know you like fuck over the foreigners. I get it. You know, there's a, there's a, you know, the dollar is very valuable. Like, but in that situation, because I'm not Mexican, because I don't speak Spanish, I had no recourse in that situation in that moment. Like in Turkey, if they try to pull that shit on me, I'd be like, I'm a Turkish citizen. Shut the fuck up. I speak in Turkish. And be like, no, fuck you. Um, in, in Mexico, I'm not fully, uh, you know, I don't know uh, how, how things work that well, but I know I was getting fucked over, but the principle of the matter is what frustrates me. And it's nothing for me. Sure, I'll pay that tax. Who cares, right? But there are so many other people that they could fuck over that, that would genuinely ruin their entire trip. Like, that's like $200, you know what I mean? That's, that's well, a decent amount They got of way more than that out of me, and... I haven't been back since, and I think it was in Cabo or Puerto Vallarta or one of these hot tourist cities. And I'm really confused by the, by the way that they just allow this level of corruption to go on where they're just harassing tourists because I have not been back since then. And I used to go there like twi twice a year pretty much. Yeah. And, um, because I, I, I hated this feeling of like, I'm 100% at this unhinged psycho's whim to do whatever he wants with me and um i don't like the feeling so i'm just not coming back i don't trust it i don't trust what they're doing there yeah it just feels I, lawless i mean for me like i don't have any like tropical weather or or any of that like nature i don't like any of that shit anyway so like i was just there simply for my family 
Um, oh, there you but go. yeah, if but I, yeah, I, I would say like don't bring electronics to Mexico; they'll fuck your whole life up. And it's just like if if I were to. If I were to ever uh, go back, I think I would go with like uh, a handler. You know what I mean? Like someone both a Mexican that, attorney. Like no, just like someone that <laughs> yeah, someone that knows that would be awesome. Someone that knows what's up. Someone that will like uh, handle all that stuff ahead of time. Because like I will always travel with uh, at least like some level of filming equipment and stuff. And it's not like severe. It's a fucking webcam and a laptop, guys. You know what I mean? Before you freak out over it. Um. And I don't want it. I don't want that to happen again. It was really annoying. Um, speaking of handlers, um, Olivia's handling that. Kaya's getting. She's not gonna shit it behind the wall, is she? She'll be fine. I hope not. Yeah, she'll be okay. <laughs> no, she'll be. Yeah, I just I do get afraid that she every time she goes you behind so there. Huge. When did you get so big? She got. She's getting bigger and bigger. Oh, you're massive. I I made a miscalculation. I thought she was seven months old now, but. She was born on March 5th, so she's actually six months old only. Oh You're boy. Six months? You look like a full grown ass. Yeah, dog. she's like almost 70 pounds. How much bigger she can <laughs> get than that? That's crazy. Probably like a hundred plus. Oh my god. Holy shit. Crazy. Kaya, when how we are you play bigger than that. When we play, and like sometimes she just like jumps and pushes me while we're like, you know, horsing around. And if I'm not planted. It will like catch me off if it catches me off guard, like she could push me. Yeah. I mean she's huge. Yeah. Well there that is. Um, I can still beat her ass though. <laughs> one last so we place. have all kinds of fun things today. We have um let's see. Oh, Eminem put the kibosh on Ramaswamy Lose Yourself. That's the shame. I did. I, I saw it. Lauren awesome. Bobert is a drunken f God, she's such a trashy <laughs> I don't know. I love the story so much. But the let's see the the main ones is the Biden impeachment. We've got the um, deranged police uh, cam video, which I've been wanting to watch. Mike Pillow deposition. Oh yeah, that, I saw that one and I thought of you immediately. I was like, you're gonna love this one. <laughs> We've got the UFO experts in Mexico, which everybody's buzzing about. Huge, yeah. huge, huge revelations here for the UFO <laughs> community, and uh, other fun stuff like that. But before yeah. that, I do want to say that right now, uh, very quickly here, guys, at the top of our show, right now, right readyfresh.com, at this very moment, there is a sale live. Now. Now, right it's now. Last right now, chance. We're moment. doing a clearance sale on some of our old styles uh, that are just kind of in weird sizes and stuff. So you're going to be finding heavy, heavy, deep discounts on some of your favorite pieces. You might want to run over now see see if the size is there see if the the style is there that you like chances are you're gonna find something i have i have those cross stitch pleated trousers sick which ones the cross oh, these ones trousers. you endorse these yeah those are fire there you go so there's 28 and 30 available <laughs> those yeah. are pretty those are pretty slim fits My pants. who's even at 26 i guess women yeah 26 that's really that's a, that's a skinny boy right there, man. Mm-hmm. 26. Shit, I was in middle school, I think, when I had a 26. <laughs> I've never had 26. a 26 waist in my entire... I think, like, I w- was born with not a 26 waist. <laughs> 26. What's your waist size right now? Uh, 38. That's not bad for a guy your size. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. I, I want to go back down to... I want to get... Yeah, yeah. We can work on that. I'm working down to... Look at this guy. Gets skinny all of a sudden. He's, like, <laughs> like light fat shaming me a little bit. Actually, I think I, I think I might be, um... I think I might be a 38 again. Yeah, I, um... 
At my at my slimmest, I was a thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah, that's that was really when I was like, tight. that's when I had a six-pack though. Tight. Yeah, it was that's so a tight odd, bro. Tight. Yeah, he was the best. Yeah, but so go ahead, check it out, TeddyFresh.com. It's right here on the homepage. It's the last chance. It's clearing right now. Get on it. Mr. Piker is one keeping, helping hunk of a man. It's Did all... you guys see that tw uh, tweet from like? That random like Democrat account that uh, that said that like I fuck Tucker Carlson, and it had like thirty eight thousand likes. And the Fonz, uh, like Henry Winkler was like responding to it and what? stuff. Like people took it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Why? Okay. I'm looking for they that. They right used uh, an OK Buddy meme uh, by my like meme community. OK Buddy's on on yeah. Reddit. Um, they had made like this fake video of Tucker Carlson Sexual talking about how sexy I am, which you just used, right? The soundbite. Like this? Yeah, call to activism. Look at that. Look how many likes that shit has. That's the guy I had sex with. It's 24,000 likes. It's 24,000 <laughs> likes. Question, if we were giving some interesting information about Tucker Carlson, should we release it? Right? <laughs> and then go down. And then the first video is like uh, him talking about Don the Lemon. The spirit of easing tensions mm -hmm. and the temperature at seen in a bit. We have no and then, But that video is irrelevant. And then this one was made by one of my like editors as a joke over this last fourth of july weekend and went up on a private photo beach of you in italy too. and we're going to go out tonight by singeing your retinas with a photograph of that event mr piker is one heaping helping hunk oh, of a man Close your that's the they guy i had sex with that's the guy i had sex oh, with god Henry yeah, Winkler. Henry fucking Winkler. No, is this really him? Yes, that bro. That's yes. nuts, dude. Bro. The Fonz, what a legend. He, the Fonz thinks I had gay sex with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, dude, you were great in Barry. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. <laughs> yeah, the first time that video was posted, it was, um, what's the other lib guy? Who, like, the old, uh, the the old gay Asian actor guy, hey, um, George, George Takei. Takei. Yeah, George oh Takei. my. <laughs> yeah, George Takei thought it was Who real is too. That? <laughs> is that is that your George Takei? I don't know what he yeah. sounds like. It's oh good. my, who is that Hassan Piker? <laughs> yeah, he thought it was real too. I don't know what's happening. He's been on Howard Stern a lot. He's like a total degenerate. Like, oh really? In terms, he's like. How His sense of humor is so funny. He's like a dis he's funny and self-aware, but he's like a disgusting creep. Do you have a nice cock? <laughs> oh my, he must have a huge one. <laughs> Dry oatmeal. <laughs> it's Howard, very, Howard very, Stern. He's very funny. He's very Howard funny. Stern, Hillary's bravest soldier. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. I listened to that interview. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good to be honest. Yeah, because you guys are both libs. He's <laughs> he is such like I mean I'm glad he hasn't done like the Bill Maher shift. No, but he, he's not. He'll never do that. Yeah, but he is definitely like he's definitely very libbed up. Like he's libbed up out of his mind. Yeah, it's good. I like it. He hates Bernie. Uh, I don't think he hates Bernie. All right, whatever. Let's move on. Let's talk about some shit. Yeah. Um, we didn't even talk about Starfield. But it's Starfield right. is fun. Yeah, I have criticisms of it. Uh, wait, I want to hear what your criticisms are. My criticisms is that one, the fast travel system is so pointless and dumb. So bad. I it's mean, like, why do I need to jump to another star to jump to another star? That whole yeah. mechanism makes no sense. Yeah, they're like, oh, you don't have enough fuel to go to this star, but if you go to the star next to it, then you'll magically have fuel. It makes no sense. It's just tedious for no reason. Yeah. The, the other UI thing, is dog shit. The inventory structure is awful. The UI is really bad. Carry that much, and I'm fully, I'm four out of four on the on the weightlifting. Same. 
you know? Yeah. And so, um, the other thing is like the space travel aspect of the game, which, which I was expecting to be the most fun and interesting, yeah. interesting is actually the least interesting and the most tedious and not least fun part of the game. Yeah. Which is like, still dumb as hell, man. That should be way more fun. Yeah, especially because the shipbuilder, if you get into it, is incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. the amount of detail that they put into, like, shipbuilding, the lore behind, like, each individual manufacturer, company, mm -hmm. like, all aspects of that are so, they are so all-encompassing, so immersive, and then, for some weird reason, you know, oh, is she eating? What is she eating? Oh, no. Kyle, what are you chewing, you crazy? No, no, it's her. okay. What you got? Olivia's running around trying to keep up with Kaya. Uh, <laughs> I don't it, think no, she has I, it anymore. What it the fucking dog? You think it's fine? <laughs> you want to look? It's probably fine. Right, it's yeah. probably fine. fine. She's a big girl. She's she a can, big. She can eat anything. She can eat anything and and survive. Like a goat. I just don't want her to chew on the cables because she is sometimes a, a bit of a cord cutter. You know, zoomer. What is it? What was it? Oh, it's just a lot. What? What the fuck? Where did that come from? Wait, yeah, what? where the fuck? What did even the find that? fuck? <laughs> Wait, that's mine. Oh, oh she stole that from me. Uh, it's Cam's. We should have figured. What the song was about to let it happen, Cam. Oh I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry that she got through it. Thank you. Um, she Parts has a level. she has a chew toy. Uh, like I brought a bully stick for her in the in the bag. If you want to give it to her, give um, me two hundred dollars. But like, I feel like you know. They really dropped the ball in terms of like traveling to into planets, traveling from planets. It's just the yada yada the best parts, and that yeah. sucks. I think the main mission is underwhelming as always. Classic Bethesda. It's like not that good mm -hmm. in comparison to the side stories that are fucking awesome. Faction quests are incredible. Uh, you and I both have completed uh, one of my favorite ones, the Crimson Fleet one. Uh, that was such a banger. Um, Main story is pretty boring. It's always the same. You're the chosen one, you know? Save the what planet. What difficulty are you playing on? Normal. So I'm on hard, and I find the game to be kind of easy. Well, it's just like they're bullet spongy. That's it, right? You That's just what run I've out of bullets. Yeah. Yeah, but the enemy, the enemies are super easy. Yeah, they're not, they're not very hard to kill. I was thinking of moving it up to very hard. I heard that, like, it just, they don't get smarter, they just get more, more bullet spongy. Yeah, yeah. Which can be annoying. I don't want to do that. That's why I play on normal. Because I care about the story. I don't care about, like, it being difficult. I feel like I'm, I don't know, I got this one pistol that's, like, so OP. Which one? It shoots, like, four balls at once. Oh. And I just one-shot everybody. Oh, keel hauler. Yeah. Is it red? Like a red that's revolver? A legendary one? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy, right? Just one-shots yeah. everybody. Yeah, there's, well, the end, at the end of the... At the end of the Crimson Fleet one, you get the the rifle. That shit's nuts. Yeah, but the pistol's better. It does more damage, actually. Yeah, um, there's there's a lot of. I mean, I don't know. It's a good game. I I'm I like there's not it. Not enough weapons. You're in space, man. Like the the potential for weaponry is limitless. Yeah. And then you get what a pistol and rifle. Are you? I I like that me? though. I like the ballistic weapons. Well, fine, but I like let's, the sound of it. I like the the gunfights. That's fine, but let's get more. We're in space. We're traveling between stars. You're giving me a rifle. Yeah. Stop it. I I don't mind that. I you like. It. There's have. not enough guns though. I do agree with that. There's you know, like you two have viable weapons Ethan? that you've both named. Yeah. What? You know what you should have in space? What? Mechs. 
Mexican checkpoint? No, mechs. Power armor. Oh, mechs? Yeah. There was so, what the game's missing. So, and then that's another thing. No cars, which I is did, annoying. <laughs> I did the quest line for um, the Rangers. And the quest line ends, this isn't a spoiler, in an old mech factory. Yeah. I expected the final boss to be in a mech. Or, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. He's not in a fucking mech. He's just some dude with a rifle that I kill easily. Such a joke, dude. Like they just—they gotta step it up, man. Yeah, but where's the fucking mech? Bethesda needs to. Uh, Bethesda needs to definitely improve uh, their their style. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great. There's a lot of greatness in the game. It's yeah. It's but better it, than most games. It's fun. It's worth playing. It's not as immersive or as beautiful. I would say as like RDR two. It's not as, like, alive of a world as Red Dead, in my opinion. Skyrim um, is vastly superior game. I don't- I don't know if I would say- Ah! Uh, There's so I many get, different right. ways to play Skyrim. There's so many different builds. There's, you know, there- it's way more open, like, genuinely open. You're right about that. There's you not- know? there's not enough versatility in, like, uh, builds. Like, I, I saw a video of someone playing Stealth Build, which was actually really cool and really interesting. But that's the only other, like, the stealth is a joke in that game. Like, they spot you in a second yeah, for uh, no reason. They, I think you need to get, like, one of those backpacks that makes you invisible. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't need to your... go stealth. I one-shot everybody on hard. Yeah. Your shit sucks, Bethesda. I'm only playing it because there's nothing else. Well, there's a lot of games coming out. The Cyberpunk DLC is coming out. Yep. Um, there's uh, the, the Life of Pi game coming out, or Liza Pi. The, the, the Pinocchio game. The Pinocchio game. That's <laughs> I, might, like, I might play that. It's it's, it's literally like a blood, it's a bloodborne no it's blood no born. a Polly Shore one but that'd be awesome somebody needs to make a mod to put his voice in uh, Lies of P no Play it's it. like a bloodborne uh, clone but it's like you're playing like badass is that uh, a license badass game? murdering a Pinocchio I think Pinocchio is a public domain oh it yeah. is it is a very That's I fun. think it's a very faithful bloodborne clone too I have some issues it with the combat mechanics good. but it was I played the demo it was very good oh okay are you yeah. playing on your Steam Deck. Uh, yeah, which was, I am too. did you, it was unbearable to play on the Steam Deck at first, because like, uh, you know, when you go into towns, it's like impossible, cities are impossible to play in, pretty much. It's not that bad, but I mean, I've got the lowest of everything. Oh uh, yeah, same, I did, uh, dude, boot it up on your computer, Yeah. and then do remote play, which has Wait, other, what? Yeah, you can remote play off of your computer, it's insane. What? Yeah, it's, it's like, what's the, the ping? No ping. It's off of your Wi-Fi. Yeah, what? I didn't know yeah, that that's either. One big, that's one of the big features on it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that either. The only issue is what? that remote play is also uh, kind of janky, and like randomly your audio will go out, and there's no way to fix it until you like turn off your Steam Deck, turn it on again. Uh, I have turn issues like that even. Yeah. So you just have your you're basically just streaming from your computer. Yeah, I run it on my computer, what? and then I'm like upstairs in my bed playing what? and the graphics are awesome yeah it's not as good as like the pc graphics obviously but like the it doesn't eat that much battery like just to stream it and uh loading times are like nothing towns you can it's, just like walk around frame, easily my problem is it's a little choppy essentially it gets really choppy in cities Even in the on steam the computer? Deck. no 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 that's what i'm saying so if it got rid of that i'd be happy yeah it's it it, it it kind of ruined it for me. Now I can't play straight off the Steam Deck now. Because, like, now I'm so used to, like, playing on the Steam Deck with, like, 
no load times whatsoever. What the fuck? Yeah. The loading screens are really annoying too. There's like, so many for no yeah, reason. There's like dude. eight loading screens. You load, you load to fly outside the planet. Then, because there's nothing to do outside the planet. Then you got to land on the planet. Then when you land on the planet, go into the like armor shop and you load into yeah. the fucking tiny armor shop. It makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. And you go into a building, you go into somebody's office, you, you know, load the office. Yeah. You know what I think the reason for Stupid, that is? Dude. I think the reason why they made that is because of like the in unimaginable physics engine that they have. I think that's part of the reason probably cuz like every single thing that you can pick up is literally a fully three-dimensional object that you can manipulate. Do that you, interacts with do you, you really in the world. Care if you drop like a pack of fucking eggs and it rolls, I agree. I, I agree with yeah, you, okay. which is why I'm saying like because they hyper focused on the hyper realism on that front on the physics engine. I feel like they uh, couldn't create like seamless transitions from room to room, and there's always like a black screen or a loading uh, screen every time you move from one environment to the next. Yeah, that At being said, graphics I, look cool. Yeah. Well, I've been playing on my Steam Deck. They look like shit. Yeah. The, the UI is the unimaginable. The fact that there's no travel options when you're on a planet is really bad. Planets are, are AI boring. generated and they're I fucking boring. It's always the same. So you you oh. land on a planet, you click on the planet, you land on the planet, you scan the resources, and then... It's fun once. You run 400 meters in the direction of wherever the fuck you need to go. Yeah. And then you get the, you either get your power or you go into the same abandoned mine or the same yeah. like facility. Yeah. And it's like all the assets are identical. And for what? Basically nothing every time. You know, yeah. I, I explored one planet and then I, I haven't done it since. And you would think that would be a big part of it. Like if you go look at Skyrim, yeah. walking aimlessly across the map is, is you know, great. You never know what you're going to find. But yeah. in, in this game, it's not the same. It's yeah, just it's, a bunch it's of very it's, it's very uh, frustrating. It's very annoying the the way they like kind of drop the ball on that. I mean, I know that it's like not an easy task. It's not an easy feat. Whatever but, they oversold it. They're like, we've been working on this for nine years. Yeah. Okay. You never know what you're going to get. Which is ironic though, because everyone was shitting on IGM for giving it a seven, and I feel like I think it's a seven. I think seven was such a fair assessment. Like I I think it's an eight because Maybe it's an eight. Yeah. Because, like, I love- I'm such a sucker. We're boomers, though. If like, Skyrim's a 10, in my opinion, it is. I mean, that game is- come on. You it's really great. gonna say shit about Skyrim? No, no, I- I love- dude, I've been a- I've been a Bethesda fan since Morrowind. He's like, an old head. I love- I love all the, uh, all the Bethesda games. So- like, All the Fallouts I loved. See, I'm not- I think the- the Elder Scrolls series is- is far superior to the new Fallouts. I'm kind of over that format. Like, I played Fallout 4 and I was like- and I beat it all the way and I'm like, I think I'm over this shit. I'm I don't know, Fallout. like, one other aspect of it, I, I know that, like, there's no aliens, obviously, spoiler alert, except for, like, the, the Xeno, uh, biology or whatever. Bro, I didn't know there's aliens. Well... I know there's critters. No, there's, like, critters. Oh, yeah, That's the what critters? I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, my point is, like, I feel like if you wanted to make it more like Skyrim, you could have done different alien, uh, life yeah, forms, bro. like Mass Effect. Here's what they should have done. Instead of having like hundreds of planets that are empty and useless, they should have had like five star systems or less, let's say even three star systems, yeah. where each planet and moon was, you know, 
designed. Fully flushed out. Yeah. That and then you can awesome. travel. And you're like, oh, I'm going to explore, you know, this moon on this yeah. planet because there's going to be something good there. And then when you went, and then when you went to it, like, um, space travel is kind of boring. It's like not comparable to, you know, riding on a horse in Skyrim, obviously, because no. it's like dark and black and there's nothing going on. You can literally not even travel anywhere. But what you could do in that situation is like make jumps, like portals, in between like, uh, I don't know, you could do like checkpoints in between. So like you go to that checkpoint, you still have the fast travel option if you want, but you should be able to physically travel to an area in between uh, long distances where there's like additional quests, like a bar, like a space bar, or maybe like a space casino, you know what I mean? 100%, man. Like, they could How done... cool would it be if you could actually drive, you just go into hyperspace, you can go in and out, you're controlling your ship, you can actually fly to other stars. Yeah, That'd they have fun. they have all of that. That's the far, that's the problem is that like the the ship engineering is is actually kind of great, but it's designed uh, it's designed and it's like a fully flushed up uh, flushed uh, fleshed out structure that you just use as like a cutscene generator, pretty much. Mm -hmm. You use it very rarely. Are we video game reviewers now? Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say that I love. I, you know what I hated though? Before you get to that, the pronouns. That fucking made me. All, I broke my. That's computer. why I'm not playing. Yeah, I, I smashed it. my keyboard. I fucking pronouns. I'm, I said, Bethesda, stop <laughs> current dying us. <laughs> That's what pronouns. I said. <laughs> fucking pronouns. Fucking pronouns. So the one thing I do love that I think is so cool is when you build or alter or get a new ship. And then you turn around and you see it, and it looks so epic and sick. But seeing the ship, yeah, head, that is very cool. The shipbuilder is like too good for a for a game where you the space travel sucks. The space travel sucks. Like yeah. combat's fun, especially if you the space beef up. combat's pretty fun. Yeah, especially yeah. if you get like certain skills, like you definitely need to get like targeting and stuff like that because you can board ships. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. do that, yeah, boarding like, ship is awesome. So all that stuff is great, except you know. That is like random occurrences doesn't happen that frequently. Also, they go like you need to kill sh a certain amount of ships to level up your piloting. Yeah. You, I don't even know where to go find ships. That's what, yeah. You you need to do bounties. You can do oh, like bounties right on okay. bounty boards and okay. stuff. They have like ships that you destroy. Um, you can very quickly uh, beef that up. There it is. All right. Yeah. Thank you. We're here to talk about politics, people. The politics of Starfield is uh, a whole other thing, though. To be everything honest. is politics. And Starfield is part of everything. I'll tell you what, man. Those fucking pronouns in space. <laughs> Prone. I'm not here to play pronouns in space. Do you yeah. understand? Stop current day in us, Bethesda. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> fucking. I fucking hate it. Um, Tiger Belly, friend of the show, actually. Uh, love them both. Bobby Lee and Kalila oh, just there. had a huge guest. Who's exclusive? Um... RFK Jr. and Carol. Cheryl. That's right. Oh, shit. Dude, Mr. we gotta Mr. have him on. Mr. 1488 or whatever. In your world, you don't use a mic? Yeah. That dude oh, straight right. up 1488 at <laughs> us. <laughs> and now he's on Tiger Belly. Why isn't he, why isn't he coming on the... We gotta have him on. We've been trying over. to invite him on, but these people are cowards, right? Dude, it's because he, he's worried that uh, your, your uh, superior... Uh, Ashkenazi uh, Jewish genes my, are are mm -hmm. he should be yeah you you we have a hundred percent in the building we just found out we have what 
a hundred percenter. Zach took a DNA test. He's one hundred percent that bitch. He's that bitch. One hundred percent. That's crazy. He is Fuck literally hundred percent. There's no way this man is wearing a Rolex. Hold hat. up. Just like I, just like I, the the same one okay, that I have, but not green. I gotta call you out though, man. This is from the Concorde de Elegance in Pebble Beach. Where's he from? Oh well, no. Hold up. Do you I got have from a Rolex? My... I thought a no. watch. Because hold um, <laughs> he does. <laughs> Damn, bro, he's got his whole house. He's got my whole house on his I wrist. I got your whole house on my fucking wrist, bro. That's crazy. Why would you wear a Rolex hat and not have the watch? Yeah, I, I'm not a big watch guy. You're I don't really care. Poser, I have an Apple watch. I'm not like, uh, I've never Apple been watch. that into watches. I think it's like silly. I do like Rolex. I think Rolexes are much better than like some of the more annoying ones like the Richard Millies. I hate those. I love you, Hassan. It's a very, very good analysis. Here. Yeah, I fucking despise those. Well, Rolex is like originally a working class uh, <laughs> pensioner that, gift. Zach, was this a joke when you posted this? Yes. You sure? 100%. Wait, you changed the story because you originally said it, but you didn't think about you it. You didn't think about it. <laughs> you did not think about this when you posted this. I'll let you guys decide that one. Hmm. Yo, but this yeah, dude has a the, Rolex. The Rolex hat I got from uh, a friend of mine, uh, Miggy. He owns Regashuck. It was in the back of his. Uh, it was in the back of his truck. <laughs> I Rolex in the back of his truck. No, the hat. Oh, that's kind of um, thick, dude. And I guess his friend made it for some golfing event. <laughs> maybe the one that you went to. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like literally. Anyway, um, um, RFK tells Bobby that Jews invented COVID, and he's like, yo, that's pretty interesting. Wait, really? No, I haven't watched it. It just dropped, like, an hour before we went live. So. <laughs> oh, Cheryl Bobby. Hines is there, too? Let's yeah. go! Bobby, did you? No, he says yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 did you know that, Bobby, that the Jews invented COVID? All right, easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Dude, for, easy. He did what do you mean? That's what he sounds like. Know, he did 1844. No, it's game on. 1844, huh? 1844 is a new version of wow. 1488. 1488. Um, yeah. But that is what he sounds like. He, he does sound like that, yeah. He goes, um, he goes Hassan, you, I'm not surprised you hit a checkpoint. The fucking Jews. You guys really have to work on your RFK impersonation. <laughs> wow. Damn. Damn. Okay. Damn. It's very jittery. Uh, well, he's, he's from Massachusetts, so, cool. so he's got an he's got advantage there. Right. Did you guys know that Hitler really did a lot of good for the country of Germany? <laughs> all right, all right. It's really wild. It's wild because, like, RFK Jr., uh, one, was uh, friends with Sam Cedar back in the day. I know that. How and weird. two, was, like, a major uh, environmental activist. <laughs> right, that was his, like, big thing. Yeah, who, like, successfully sued on behalf of, like, indigenous tribes and shit. So He's kind of a weird paradox. Like, he, uh, is. he is genuine in some ways and I like, but, like, on other ways, he's completely so unhinged. It's like a cartoon character. Yeah, that, no, he's, like, a massive, uh, he's a massive anti-vaxxer. Like, there's no... And and apparently, he's a, he likes Adolf Hitler. I don't know if he likes Adolf Hitler. I think... What the fuck was that? 1488 shit or whatever. Uh, I don't know. He's, he might, maybe he has someone in his, uh... There's, like, no way. That I, that happened accidentally. I don't think a, I don't think like a like a Massachusetts lib from the Kennedy okay. family is like secretly pro Hitler. Okay, you know but I mean? then like so, he's close enough to somebody who is. Who's he Whoever, who did running his social, social media. media account or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I agree with. He probably fucking hired some some like. And the post is still up, by the way. Yeah. So yeah, it, reminder, it, it, all, all of this was incorrect. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I know, way. I know. It was probably like a Ron DeSantis style situation where they were like, "Oh, like you know, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak this in here." You know right, what I mean? Right. 
that sort of thing. But I don't think RFK Jr. himself is like, I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely this weird. Move, he he believes like weird anti-Semitic shit, like Ashkenazi Jews can avoid COVID alongside the Chinese. The Chinese and the <laughs> right. Jews are in cahoots. Yeah, that, that part is like definitely, because when you're a conspiracy theorist, you have to become anti-Semitic. It's the OG conspiracy theory. It's the only yeah. thing that glues it all together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's got to be like a group of people that are like evil across the board and doing evil shit. And <laughs> that's me. And they're not, you know, they're, they're not creative or clever enough, I guess, to come up with something different. Like I, that's why I love talking about the the Hibernian conspiracy. Like the real conspiracy is that the Irish dominate uh, everything. You know the protocols huh. of Scotland, yeah, or Dublin. The protocols of Dublin. You yeah. read that one? The elders of Dublin. <laughs> you know, just the elders like, just of like come Dublin. up with something fun. Like why? It's always it's in a box. <laughs> it's always the fucking Jews, man. It's like that part is like. Let's get creative with this. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Come up with something new. Talk about fucking Italians. How Italians run the whole shit. You know what I mean? All right, let's talk about politics. But anyway, RFK, shout out. This is politics. It's true. Order Actually, band. it is true. <laughs> Bobby Lee, orders. did you know that? I'm worried about this. You know what you that's got That's what do? he sounds like. I know that's what he sounds like. He tweeted like. out they're gonna anti-Semitic say shit, bro. He's they're gonna, on. They're going to say you're ableist. Game on, dude. Yeah. How can I be ableist when I'm able? Uh, you're, you're ma- they're going to say you're making fun of <laughs> his voice as ableist. Because I have Tourette, so I'm... I don't know if I can I'm see that. I, I, on I agree with Ethan because this guy's like a Jew-hating piece of shit. Yeah, there's know? certain things where the, you know, the the gloves come off. You know? I got you. Yeah. I got you. But what do you, if I have a disability, what does that make me? You're saying like you have the card. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, able I, is. Okay, I think so it's more limited to like, you, you You can make Tourette's jokes. You have Tourette's. It's a disability. Nah, the card is nah, kind of a nah. blank check, brother. Really? Okay. All right. If yeah, you don't, have the, you don't have the vaccine survivor card. Uh, you need to get. You need to have a vaccine accident first, <laughs> a vaccine injury. Right. No, but so am I able or no? I'm not able. I'm anti-able. What What does that mean? You're. If you're ableist, it means that you're someone who's able, who's making fun of the people who aren't able, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so if well, I'm not, not you don't able, have to be able. You can you can have a disability. If I'm not able, able, then I'm a anti-ableist, not ableist. You're confusing me yeah, now. I'm falling. Okay, you're the one who's like, let's talk about politics, and then you hear, <laughs> just take the conversation away. Like, all right, all right, all right, all right. let's get off of RFK. Let's get off of RFK right now. We haven't even watched. We haven't watched the episode. We don't. There's nothing to talk about here. Let's move it on. Moving right along. All right, where are we? <laughs> my my major my major problem with RFK Jr. is that like he's been. Uh, weightlifting for years and he's years. So jacked, bro. And at the and he's so fucking jacked for no reason because like he barely puts up like forty five pounders on the incline dumbbell bench press. And I'm like, come on, dog. Like, you think it's on? You think it's stolen valor? He's on steroids. I think he doesn't care about certain vaccines. I'll just say it like that. <laughs> certain jabs, it seems he doesn't have a problem with. Look at him. This is why they love him on the Roganites. This I mean, I love. This is why I love him too. Look at this dude. He's just out here being jacked for no I damn go, reason. I want to go. I want to go lift with him. How old is he? Is he seven? Oh, he has steroid nipple. His nips look like Joe's. I have cones. Look at this fit boy with a slick smile emoji. I don't his know son's what that his is. son's hot and also kind of cool from what I understand. He's an interesting guy. His son? Yeah. Who's his son? 
There's RK Junior Junior squared. <laughs> That's not his son, dude. He's got massive hands too. What the fuck? Look at his hands, you guys. Whoa. Yeah, this is what I mean. Look, look, look how fucking <laughs> look. Look at you the weak that that? Is. Those are some dad hands. It looks kind of freaky. Hand look like. He's so hot. Damn, bro. I, you know, I, I'd say he fucks if he wasn't a Jew hater, but like, you know, he's. I don't know. I can't. I can't give him that. You know? Okay. Jeans at the gym. <laughs> look at me. I'm doing push. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what that sound is, and I don't want to know. It's the Glizzy Bot. It, oh, this is the Glizzy oh, Bot. Oh, it's the Glizzy Bot. Yeah, okay, okay yo, got yo. it. So, we've been trying to get RFK on the show. Okay, thank you. Then Vivek says he only will come in person. Isn't that weird? No, I love that. You do? I, I, yeah, I think that's cool. Well, I was like, let's do a Zoom because I just... I, I don't... Sometimes it's better to have a little distance because... I don't... I'm not sure I want to do a, want to do a whole episode with him, but I guess we could. But do you find it odd? It'd be funny if we kicked him out midway through and we're like, we're gonna do our own episode. Get out of here, kid. Get out of here, Vivek. He did. He did a in-person TikTok with uh, Jake Paul. Yeah, it's It's in the doc here. Which is really funny. He's like, oh yeah, like our politicians are not in touch with the youth, and it's like this is his son, all jacked and fucking. Kennedys are like kind of hot. What is with them, man? All the Kennedys are. That's like take a day off. He went to to Ukraine too. I think he like he's fighting. Yeah, I think he literally went to Ukraine. (laughs) Whoa! What? Yeah. What? Son Connor Kennedy secret enlistment in Ukraine war. The fuck? He's he's hot. And and whoa, his eye, his right eye is what? That's not photoshopped? This is why they didn't assassinate him, dog, because he was already fucked up. They were like, we could let him ride. Wait, <laughs> his face his face is melting. The right side is falling. Okay, if you keep shitting on him, he's not gonna come on the show. Well, why not? No, he won't he won't come on the show if we keep shitting on him. One hundred percent. Yeah. Am so, I seeing things? You're blo- <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know. His face looks like okay. All right. Yep. Here I'll say this, and then you button me if it's not good. His oh, face God. looks like his voice sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's not bad. That's <laughs> not bad. His face looks like this. <laughs> I just you know maybe I'm going too far. So many people. <laughs> maybe. I just I hate that so many people just lost their fucking minds with the vaccine shit. Like, yeah. I I hate it. I hate it so much. So frustrating. Fuck, I need to enlist in Ukraine. I'm gonna look like that when I come home. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so Vivek, speaking of yeah, Vivek- he went, he went to Ukraine to lose weight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Good way. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Vivek, let's see, our boy, um, future guest and friend of the show, uh, did a collaboration with Jake Paul. Huge way to, um, this man is really connecting with the youth, man. And you can tell that it's real genuine too. Like he really gets it. It's it's sick because like it's a really cool way to lose support. Cause like who the fuck is like a diehard Jake Paul fan? You know, somebody had the great a great insight. One of Vivek's things is he wants to raise the voting yeah. age to twenty-five, right? Yeah. Twenty eight, is it even? I think it was twenty-five. And so at the same time, he's connect he's like, Oh, I'm trying to reach the youth. Hey, the okay. youth? Hey, what's you up? mean the people you're trying away. to disenfranchise? <laughs> okay, you want to know something crazy? I think it's a five-head maneuver mm. because what do the youth love more than anything else? 
not voting. Not voting. Exactly. Mm. So now he is saying like, bad. hey, vote for me one time and then you never have to vote again. <laughs> so he's going to get like 100% of the youth vote. Everyone's going to go out to the polls and vote Vivek because they hate voting. Look at what Jake Paul wrote. I love Jake Paul's getting so active. Getting Vivek on TikTok because I believe our politicians of the future should connect with Gen Z and millennials. You mean the people he's trying to disenfranchise, right? On Stop social. It. On social, where we all live and breathe, it's bizarre that in this day and age, our presidents have no connection with us via social. Damn, so here only, he is pointing his finger left and right. Damn, only two thousand comments. Like, what the fuck? I mean, he's got eighty-six thousand likes. Okay, that one. It didn't go viral. But it went kind of viral. Well, Jake's. I mean, he's he has a big account. It didn't do well compared to his other. One point. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's less than all these other ones. Was well, twenty it's the newest hours. though? Yeah, but the comments are actually pretty good. Vivek has terrible policy plan is number one. Actually, there's a lot of dude growing Jake, on me. Jake brought Vivek on to, to have on, w the one guy that has a worse hairline than him. <laughs> Look at this. Vivek just earned my vote. I am 18, though. 18 year olds, please come vote for me. It'll be the last time you vote for the next decade. Yeah. I promise. He just lost my vote. I don't know how this was greenlit, but somebody on his team is getting canned. This was a terrible idea. Not sure how I'd want to associate with Jake Paul if I was running for office. Not and then sure Jake responded. Bill Wee? What? Wow. That's just a dude's name, bro. What, a, what an own. Gotcha. He's I, got some. He's got some. What? Dude, that's, oh, that's a comeback. You dude, know your name's Bill, dude. That's a fire comeback. That is, this is the smartest comeback you will get from an Ohio man, okay? This is, <laughs> he used 100% of his brain processing ca uh, capacity for that one. He put his whole bag into it. Oh, he looks like such a stooge, man. Just fucking nothing behind those eyes. I love it. I love it. Isn't, uh, doesn't Ramaswamy also want to ban TikTok? He like, does. Hey, I'm, I'm a fan of that. I think I, he, okay, well, now I'm voting for him. <laughs> I think he's, uh... I'm voting illegally for Ramaswamy and, and RFK Jr. Both of the guys. Uh, that he was his big thing is he's extremely hawkish on China, right? Like, that's, like... The, the foreign yeah, I don't like corner that. that. He said he wants uh, to preempt a war against China. He wants to, like, fight against China, but he also kind of wants to, like, leave Taiwan to China. It's, like, very weird. <laughs> he has, like, a very weird foreign policy perspective on it. Right. Um, the, the obviously, like, xenophobic, anti-Chinese uh, perspective is, like, shared commonly by the entire intelligence community, our State Department. Obviously, it's, like, American policy, but... The whole like leave Taiwan or or first leave Taiwan alone and then give them all guns like make Taiwan like America where every Taiwan uh, every person in Taiwan has a weapon. How do we feel about Taiwan, Hassan? China or not Taiwan? Or is it China or not China? That's the American policy. Whatever the American policy opinion? is, whatever the American perspective your is. Opinion. You really won't say? No, I, I'm, I'm saying it's like one. It's one uh, one country, two systems, you know? No, it's not. It's two different countries. Really? Taiwan and China. Is that according to American foreign policy? Uh no, what's your opinion? <laughs> what's your opinion? Taiwan independent? My opinion on Taiwan is that Taiwan is uh, the, the, the Chinese concept of Taiwan should remain uh, in the hands of the people in Taiwan who so believe... So therefore it's independent. Who, for the... 
for the record, for the most part, just believed to not disrupt the ongoing, uh, the ongoing relations uh, with. Why are you China. being so carefully footed around? Because this? I know that there's going to be a subreddit. Issue. There's going to be a subreddit post with like a million fucking comments being like, Hassan wants everyone in Taiwan to be killed because he loves China. He's a Xi Jinping. That's student. what I heard. That's what, that's what, I just, it, it's already over. You asked me that question, it, like, in jest, and it's gonna already No, I was there. genuinely curious what you think about it. Um, I, I think that, am using a I think that overall, it's a, it's, it's contemporary history is complex. At the end of the day, if the Taiwanese <coughs> citizens uh, would ever put this up for a vote, and we're like, we want to fucking be an independent nation, it's up to them, you know what Haven't I mean? Have they already you can't, done that? Uh, no. There is not. No, what Hassan said is true from everything I've read. The most most people in Taiwan nowadays support just keeping the status quo, like the yeah. kind of but they're strategic they're ambiguity of what's the going on. The overwhelming majority, there. the overwhelming majority's consensus opinion is that um, the the they don't want to disrupt relations with China, and they also like obviously if it was a situation between like full blown independence versus like becoming a, a, a Chinese state. Like becoming a part of the Chinese well, state. Do the, do the people of Taiwan like pay taxes in China? Like, do they vote? And I, well, I don't know. I don't know the exact elections. details of that. Do but, they have like travel status in China? But the thing is, like, as far as, as far as, uh, like, as far as uh, Chinese Taiwanese relations goes, like the original inception of the country is Taiwan is uh, a a. a fascist dictatorship that America recognized as the real China until Richard Nixon uh, normalized relations with China. And that's where they implemented the, uh, they call it, strategic ambiguity, which I call lying. Hold on, this says that the current administration of Taiwan maintains that Taiwan is already an independent country. There is, yes. This does not have to push for any sort of formal independence. There are, uh, well, that's because they don't want to do, like, a full-blown... Exactly. Uh, they don't want to do, they don't want to disrupt the status quo. That's why they're saying that well, they Sure, they don't want to be invaded by China. They want autonomy while simultaneously uh, being under the, the Chinese banner, according like to international... like they want independence, but they just won't, don't want to be, like, attacked by China. Militarily. Well, that's part of it for sure. So you you understand how Taiwan was, was developed yes. as a nation state, right? Like so, Mao purged and and defeated uh, the uh, the the counter revolutionary forces. Uh, they like Taiwan has been a larger uh, part of like China historically, and the original Taiwanese uh, claim was that the entire mainland China belonged to to what is now known as Taiwan. And that was the American foreign policy position as well, because, you know, China was communist and Taiwan was a fascist military dictatorship. So they were like, oh yeah, we're gonna, we're just gonna completely ignore China until Nixon normalized relations with China. And then Taiwan became a democratic country, of course, with still a lot of uh, reactionary opinions uh, overall, but like that's gone away in recent years. I think the younger generations have a different perspective on the matter. Um, but overall, like historically speaking, Taiwan and China uh, being the same country, it has been around for much longer than like, as Elon Musk said, Hawaii being an American <laughs> state. Much, much longer. It's Taiwan is already independent. That's what I'm saying. People don't want a formal declaration just because they don't want a fucking war. But they, I'm, they're not wanting to be Hong Kong and get be re like 
consumed by the Chinese party. They don't want to be Hong Kong? What's, what, what happened in Hong Kong? Am I saying the right place? No, you... You're, you they are. were independent, and then they got fucking eaten. They up. were not independent. Oh, they were. They were had some rights. They were less independent than yeah, Taiwan, Kong, and then they got eaten. Hong Kong up. was bought by uh, by you know. Are you saying the people of Hong Kong did not want to be? There were certainly people that did not want to be a part of uh, China. Absolutely, um, that is one hundred percent correct. Most of them. A lot of the people, people there took a lot, a lot of pride enjoyed, in that thing. A lot of people enjoyed uh, having uh, Western civil liberties while simultaneously like being. In a unique uh, in a unique position, but now that China already does uh, regular trade with the rest of the world, because like at a time in like the '90s, uh, Hong Kong was was seen as like this uh, prosperous middle ground. But uh, since the 2000s, like because of an insane amount of development and insane uh, trade relations with the rest of the planet. Uh, there are tier one cities that are even larger and 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 have more economic activity than Hong Kong in and of itself. And there was always a timeline where Hong Kong was going to be given back to China. They just accelerated it by uh, like two decades, if I'm not mistaken. Because that was a lease on Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So the people of Hong Kong, there were certainly a lot of people in Hong Kong that did not want Regardless to be a part of the Chinese of that. state. But overall, if you look at the situation in Hong Kong right now, it's it's... Like they claimed that it was going to be devastating and that has not happened. Not that we know of, because they can't they have no freedom of speech anymore. Okay. They can't talk. They that, lost that their right. That part is true. You're right. The, what am I? What are we going to learn not, from that? I will not. They have secret pri prisons. I bro. do not agree with uh, uh, China's social or, or civil liberties uh, policies. I do not agree with that at all. That's why I don't live in China. I live in America. However, having said that, you can just go to Hong Kong and you can just go to every part of China, pretty much, and see for yourself. This is no longer like the. Uh, the North Korea style hermit kingdom where like no information comes out. Like we have a, 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 a regardless, we have a shit ton of Chinese people that live in America. And regardless, bro, it's not that, that China. they had rights. They don't have rights now. They lost a lot of rights, uh, but whatever. I mean, you're, you're, this is interesting that you're very soft. You're very, uh, you're very, um, soft footed around the issue of China. You love China. I, 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 Think China if you love China so much, why don't you marry it? I, once again, I don't live there. I choose to live here because of the issues that you just brought up, which is uh, civil liberties being uh, taken away. Um, no freedom of speech, walled garden internet. Like, there are, um, there are certainly parallels to the American state or the Western world that you, there are certainly comparisons that you could make, but overall that kind of uh, mechanism of control is, is one that I do not appreciate personally, which is why I choose to live here. But um, as far as uh, like cruelty, oppression, like what you're talking about with respect to Hong Kong, um, the, the, the promises that uh, Western media overall made about like how China was going to crush Hong Kong under its like ruthless, oppressive thumb well, the, has not I'm happened. Sure I don't think that was the point. I think the point was just that there's whoever was, you know, vocal about wanting to maintain certain rights in Hong Kong was probably thrown in a secret prison and never heard from again. I mean, certainly there was political yeah. dissidents are, are yeah, definitely not the political best. dissidents are definitely uh, like <laughs> taken out back.
they're not they're not killed or anything, but mm-hmm. even then, it's like completely they unacceptable. They take a walk, and you know, yeah. and they go for a beer, and they don't come back. You yeah, know they're not, they're not good on that stuff. Um, 100%. but but well, anyway, I was just curious. I didn't mean to open a can of worms, but you say you you think the people of Taiwan whatever they want, and it seems to me that the people of Taiwan want independence. So I'm right with you there, brother. Independence for Taiwan. I think one nation, two systems. One nation, two systems. Yeah. Which is the current... Like Israel and uh, Palestine? Oh my god, you don't want to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Come on I just, I, I just, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get you. Um, <laughs> that, that part is like literally, I mean, that is a... I mean, that's a, that's an advocacy in the opposite direction, in my opinion, where... Independence for Taiwan, you heard it because, here from Hassan. Because remember, like... The overwhelming majority of people living in Taiwan are still Han Chinese. Mm-hmm. Therefore, despite the fact that it's a separate country, it's still like the same people. The language like is Ukraine. the same. People will people will say Ukraine belongs to Russia for that exact reason. I don't think Ukraine belongs to Russia because Ukrainian um, Ukrainian nation state, the Ukrainian nation state project. There are similarities. You're not wrong about that. But the Ukrainian nation state project as a well-defined nation state has always uh, has, has been around for much, uh, much, much longer than like Taiwan being an independent nation state. So the so the the people's uh, entitlement to freedom. Like you can make a better is, argument is for just, Crimea being a separate okay. uh, country but, than like but uh, what Ukraine. I'm hearing is that it's just a function of. How long, how old their culture is, how, how entitled they are to freedom? It's not, I don't, I don't think that it's like, uh, those two concepts are not the two concepts at play here. Like, it's not like entitled to freedom versus, um, uh, entitled to freedom versus, what was the other thing that you said? Well, it just seems like you, you're talking about like their national, say have some kind of national heritage or identity. I, well, the thing that I was mentioning there. Uh, the reason why I mentioned that is because you were talking about uh, making a comparison between like uh, Israel Palestine no, being that being, being that like yeah that, being the, the same um, the same people uh, I think makes that kind of especially existing under the the construct of having like one nation state regardless with freedom of travel in between it's literally like a mile off the coast you know what I mean of China um, having all of that, factors into um like whether there's going to be assimilation or not and it there is no even there's no need for assimilation even they have like normal trade relations with taiwan you know what i mean it's like that's why it's considered to be a a um delicate political conversation but one that uh currently the the current system benefits both uh, and so if china takes military action against taiwan as some people speculate may happen yeah, I mean, that would be, that would not be good. I don't think that that would be good. I think that would be really, really terrifying. Um, it would be disruptive for the entire uh, global economy as well. Right, but I'm just mean like from, <sighs> whose who's army are you joining? No, whose front line are you fighting? I'm fucking moving to Taiwan. Or- I'm moving to an undisclosed location. <laughs> I'm moving to an undisclosed location. I'm on the front I'm gonna be on a line. fucking ship. Uh, they, uh, whoever has streaming. the best computer chips, I'm fighting for. Okay. 
I'm a chip boy well, myself. If it if it wasn't for America, China uh, would have some pretty solid chip technology. But America's like regularly trying to stop that process. Like they went to the Netherlands to be like, you can't sell China your chip technology, which is fucking insane. If you it, ask me, it's incredible the um, the takes in chat. How many people are like, just the uh, the polarization of this topic. Fucking insane. Well, of course there's going to be polarization on the topic because American, the American media has been gearing people to be across the board, like vicious, no matter what, to any foreign adversary, China being the main foreign adversary now. So people are going to be very passionate in their defense and start saying, we care about the people in Taiwan, you're not talking about the people in Taiwan, you don't so care it's about the, them. it's the media, if it weren't for the media's uh, propaganda, people would not be uh, siding with Taiwan. Yeah, I mean, think about it this way. Why the fuck does no one care about Yemen? You know what I mean? Why? Because Saudi Arabia is the one, our, our, our ally, Saudi Arabia, is the one doing the genocide in Yemen. And you, you never see people get this passionate about well, I Yemen, think, you don't I think see people get this Taiwan passionate about more, Syria. I think Taiwan has more relevance to the United States, like Big, in terms of a economical, uh, you know, and social. Yeah, that was that was developed. Well, that's only on, natural that people would care more about something that that affects them more. I don't think Yemen. Yeah, and that, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I just don't think Yemen affects. But it's still people. It's still people that no, are being I, mercilessly I, slaughtered, whereas no one is I'm being not, slaughtered in Taiwan in a similar capacity, and yet. There are way more passionate because not saying it's like right you or said, wrong. I mean, it is designed to to have this kind of. And you think that if it, the only, re only reason people care about uh, Ukraine is because of the media? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Nobody would care. I yeah. Of Did course. anybody care about Georgia? Yeah, that's a great Probably, question. I don't know. No, no, no one gave a shit about <laughs> Georgia. That's crazy. Hold on. Well, I mean, what about in Europe? They seem to care about Ukraine a lot. It's the similar principle. Media is still media everywhere around the world. I mean, it plays Ukraine a very significant is, role well, in people's hold lives. On. In, Ukraine in borders Europe, and I mean, I'm not again. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but Georgia is not really uh, in such a geographically, uh, strategically important location as Ukraine. Okay. Well, I'm just explaining why people might care more about Ukraine than Georgia. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying Still why. Still people. It's the people I'm not that are being ruthlessly I'm just, I'm just saying, because your, your theory is that the, the support for Ukraine and Taiwan is essentially manufactured. That it wouldn't exist. It, it shouldn't exist. I'm not saying it shouldn't exist. I'm simply stating that, that yeah. I'm simply stating that the, it's manufactured. Pe the, the people only care about amount. it because they've been tricked to caring about it. It's not tricked, but not dude, tricked. like, you, normal people don't think about foreign policy. Are you yeah. saying that you don't think that normal people's opinions about, like, international matters are shaped by, by what they see on the news and what's prioritized? I'll give, well, I'll, I'll give you a better it, example. Of course it is. Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on, because I'm being double teamed now, so I need to speak. Okay. Of course it is. But this implication that you're like, if you say nobody cares about Taiwan or Ukraine, because of the media, it implies that, you know, the support for, for those two countries or care for those two countries is like, Nobody you know, manufactured. 
that is really not sincere. That's you, what you it just, sounds like. You, ju it, you jumped to that. Nobody I'm said sorry. That. No, I am, I am saying no, that. I yeah, think, he is saying yeah, that. Yeah, I'm saying that the support for the overwhelming majority of Americans yeah, for any country that authentic. any country that the United States of America has a genuine interest in is manufactured in either direction. It can be manufactured uh, carelessness and inconsideration, like being inconsiderate and, and ruthlessly violent at certain points, which is the example I was going to use with 9-11 and what we did post 9-11. Or it could be manufactured in the other direction where it's like, this is the, the just war. This is the just war that we have to fight like they like we did in Vietnam originally when there was uh, when there was need to generate popular support for whatever kind of action America consistently takes. Now, it, I'm not it, denying I'm not denying that propaganda exists. Yeah. But I am saying way. that like the comparison of Ukraine to Georgia is not it's not apples to oranges. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's not. What I, I what do you mean by this? That Ukraine not, borders like uh mainland Russia or uh, Europe. Okay. Europe cares a lot about it. Okay. Um I would say that it's uh probably more I would say that in Europe there's uh, probably more of a uh uh not controversy necessarily but it's a more divisive issue in uh I think Europe than it is in America most likely. It's also like, you know, not because, the best look, precedent when when like um like tyrants start land grabbing in Europe generally I hasn't I don't doesn't disagree have a good with that. I, I agree with you. I think that I think that in And so I understand why people are don't completely like unjustifiable. And it's also even if you're like pro Russia, pro Vladimir Putin, anti NATO, right? Even if you're all of those things, it's a laughably it is a laughably idiotic thing to do because all you've done is now galvanize NATO support in Europe and justified it. Um, cause that was the entire reason for NATO's existence is to stop, uh, the USSR, stop communism from, uh, from thriving. And obviously you, Russia is, is a very different country than the USSR was and, and is no longer ideologically aligned with communism at all. It is a, um, it is a state that Western capitalists basically redesigned uh, and, and uh, propped up oligarchs, including people like Vladimir Putin. So uh, despite all of that, it's still utilized as a uh, as a as a protection racket that you basically justified its existence of by doing such an unimaginably cruel, inhumane, unjustifiable act invading Ukraine. Um, so it is a it's a strategic blunder even if you're like pro-russia i do or think that you're ca i just think people are capable of caring about it without well i mean i care being about like it. you know I, I i care about it people I, can I, sincerely can care about it even though you know you think it's unfair that people didn't care as much about georgia you know that's my point as it, well. it's not necessarily just not caring about georgia my opinion on this is that we as a as a nation here in america and all around the world are are, are not immune to propaganda. No. As a matter of fact, every every piece of information that we, we analyze has a, a great impact on our decision-making process. And therefore, doing a full media blitz on any particular issue is usually going to yield these kinds of results and this kind of support, which without that kind of media blitz would not exist. Does that make sense? Again, I'm not denying that propaganda exists yeah. and that we're all, you know, yeah. 
Influen and the, it can and be the example I was going to use was uh, our justification for the invasion of Afghanistan and the invasion uh, of Iraq. Uh, these were both unjustifiable wars, in my opinion. The war on terror was across the board, wholesale, ruthless, cruel, led to millions of people dying, led to uh, tens of millions of people being destabilized. And, and we're still living in the, in the rubble of that kind of, uh, of, that kind of right, cruel but, but, and unusual action. And it was championed by a majority of the American population, and uh, until like the past like couple of years, where what does that have to do with Ukraine being invaded by Russia? Where do you think that kind of attitude came from? Okay, where do you think that justification think, came from? There was a billion dollar it's not industry. The same thing, man. Ukraine no, was invaded exactly. was invaded by. Russia. No, it is exactly the same and thing. It's literally the, a tyrant grabbing land in I, Europe. I agree with what you're saying. My point is, uh, my you're point is that propaganda exists. Yeah, I know. No, my point is that Americans think that they are independent thinkers, and yet they are motivated into uh, believing things. Uh, no matter what it is, it can be a just cause. I agree that it happens. can be a just cause in the in the situation uh, where you're. Uh, where you're supporting Ukraine and Ukrainian independence, which is an independent nation state. You know what I mean? It's been an independent nation state uh, in the uh, in the aftermath of the, the the dissolution of the USSR. It's been an independent nation state. You can't just like turn around and be like, "All right, it's mine now," right? I agree with that. Um, and and that it can be seen as a uh, just co just war, an understandable war. It's it's not even a war that the Ukrainian people wanted, right? Um, but having said that, the American support, the full-throated support, uh, is is absolutely a... It doesn't seem like there's full-throated support. There's a lot of people that don't support it. There's a very yeah, diverse opinion of uh, if you people looked on at, If you looked at issue. polls in the original uh, invasion, the amount of support was... It seems like was, there's a lot of conservative people who are like Putin simps. And then there's also a bunch of like lefties, like, I'm, and I don't mean that derogatory. Those aren't real lefties. Who aren't like, uh, who, who are like the guy we were speaking to, the communist professor... Who, Wolf? Yeah, who's oh. like kind of um, he, he he people like him are also very anti Ukraine in general. I, I don't know. I don't know his entire perspective. He doesn't but seem very I don't bullish. Think, on I don't black. think you can be pro if you are offering even critical support to Russia or not Russia, but like Vladimir Putin in general. I don't think I don't think you're doing the right thing. I, I don't I think know what's his got, position because he didn't really flesh. Yeah, out, I, I he, think you're I think you're lost in bit. the sauce. I think you're lost in the sauce in the sense that. Um, me or him? No, no. Like anyone that is like, oh no, Vladimir Putin did the right thing. He has like, he has to have this. I don't like, think people are saying conquest. that. I think what I hear is like, Ukraine. Um, Zelensky is also, you know, a shit starter, and uh, it's their problem that we shouldn't get involved in. I don't know. I think there's a lot. Of, there are there are people who like claim to be socialist or, or even communist that are like you know defending vladimir putin but they're they're marginal what dan you seem to think that you could the ukraine uh the ukraine wars and something america should get involved what? in when did i ever say that what are oh you just based about? on your what you were saying about georgia no we were having a discussion about how media shapes narratives in the yeah. united states and i was saying that in, in again i'm not talking about in europe and i'm talking about in the rest of the world in the united states the Russian invasion of Georgia was a non-story. Nobody gave a shit here. But it's different. And it is different. It's, There's difference. It it was a sovereign nation that Russia invaded. What because it doesn't. About? It's not. It doesn't have the same proximity 
or the same importance within uh, uh, as Ukraine, I think. Right, but we, I, we're talking past each other. Like that, that I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, Ukraine is more important to the I United know, States strategically. That's why it gets attention. We're saying the same thing. Yeah, it, right. But I'm okay. I we're, t- we're I know people are influenced by the media. Right, but you were saying you think that people, you know, are allowed way, to care about things genuinely. Nobody, also. nobody's saying nobody's that saying not that you're not allowed to. to. I mean, I, no, I, not I, allowed to. But you're Hassan was saying. What was I saying? That. It's a manufactured uh, support. It absolutely is. Yeah, and, yeah. and that you, is something that the U.S. media does. They yeah. manufacture support for you, U.S. foreign policy. You were policy. saying I jumped to conclusion. I'm not, I'm not saying then, that it. I'm not saying that all U.S. foreign policy is bad, but I think it is okay, unquestionably true that the U.S. media crafts people's of yeah. course. Yeah, it crafts so. the narrative. So, so what is the disagreement then? Uh, like, what if I maybe I'm not using uh, there, the there's language. the implication that support for Ukraine or Taiwan is not authentic, right? That you're Which purely you calling for U.S. propaganda. That's I not necessarily say, true. I do agree with that. Yeah. And then you, Dan, said and I don't the, think that I was the, generally the true. Examples I okay. use, so and the examples make, I just, use are always like. America has, what, 800 military bases all around the planet. We have our hands in everyone's pockets, right? And uh, there are active, there's active conflict happening everywhere around the planet all the time. And the United States is involved in it. If you are not thinking about it, if you're not thinking about something uh, happening specifically, that is because... For the most part, the media has not covered it. The mo- for the most part, the media is... All right, I'm over it. Let's move on. And I think that that I don't, is I don't want to talk strategic. about it anymore. That is deliberate. That We're is just, by it's design. Like, it's like just not even fun to watch probably at this point or talk <sighs> about. Okay. You want to talk about Lauren Boebert being a psycho? We can do that. Sure. Here she is. It looks like a fucking Nazi era vintage video. <laughs> what? It does, doesn't it? it looks yeah, like kinda. they're oh, like the rallies. Like, yeah. The rally? Oh, the the Mad- the what is it? Night at Madison Square Garden. Surveillance footage of Bobert being kicked out of a out of Beetlejuice in Denver. She's literally a, just a hooligan, drunken patron freak who's also a congressperson. Powerful one, too. Apparently, she was ripping vapes. This is here. She. This is play. so crazy. And hooting and hollering, <laughs> taking taking pictures, ripping her vape, singing along with the musical, which I think is the I funniest part to me. And I think that this is uh, 1984. This is this is 1987. George Orwin. Okay, that's what's going on. This, this is Animal Factory. This is. This is Animal Crossing, brother. Let me tell you why. So the usher is telling her America, not China. Okay, I thought this was America and not the Chicom leadership. So the usher is saying, "Hey, listen, uh, you got to go. You have to leave. <laughs> You're ruining the show for everyone." Uh, yeah, you, Congresswoman, famous Congresswoman, powerful. You have to leave. You need to leave right now, you drunken freak. And of course she busts the, do you know who I am? This is awesome. 
Is there a video of it or just a recap? No, there's more. It? There's more. There's like other cameras that there's they like posted. There's like so many cameras. There's angles. different it's angles. Crazy. It's pretty fire. I've only seen where they put all the camera angles together on like Dateline and shit. <laughs> like police <laughs> reconstruction of events. That's it's what they did here. It's wild. Um, She's on a date. Good for her, Queen. Uh, She, uh, you know, is oh, divorced, divorced from her right. sex offender. Uh, oh, husband. Yo, they prepared the fucking big guns out here. It's Larry and Jeff out here. <laughs> the all-star usher is about to kick her ass out. I'm telling you, it's bullshit, okay? If you want to rip fat vapes and sing along to your favorite theater, to your favorite musical theater, yeah. you should be able to do so. It's, it's your God-given right. This is America. Constitutionally protected. She wasn't yelling fire in a crowded theater. She was simply enjoying the show okay that's all i'm saying this is awesome olivia is our uh resident musical theater expert um have you ever sang at a um, musical when you were in attendance just out loud is beetlejuice encouraged collaboration <laughs> absolutely not no that no. would be considered a poor ethical very poor etiquette. Poor, poor, poor stage etiquette. Yeah. Got it. So that's kind of embarrassing to be kicked out of the show halfway through, huh? And escorted so out, funny. too, isn't it? She's been escorted out by the big boy ushers. She just thought she was going to a concert. She is ready for the she club. Look sure. at her outfit, dude. Her she date is trying to slaying. Let me get a look at her date. Is this she is the, in a little club dress. She's definitely got her... Her pumps. Mm -hmm. She's having fun. She got all the, she got the fun goods out. Fun illegal now? At the Broadway. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. Her date. I'm gonna peep this guy. He's. It's the guy in the blue. Uh, this guy here with the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, you better defend your girl more than that. What's this little hand wave? <laughs> <laughs> What's in the bag anyway? The vape, right? Yeah. Yo, they got the whole gang up on this. Look at all the ushers. Time to go. Enjoy Congress. Enjoy uh, in, impacting the uh, the process of American democracy. Then it continues outside where I think there was a. Oh, look at this! This is what <laughs> this is the walk of shame. Wild. <laughs> what? Oh, oh the twirl! Yeah, do you see the twirl? They had a great time. No. Dude, this is a walk of shame. shame. Good, good for Woo! Lobo. Oh, she, <laughs> she's like, I will not. Shame. I'm gonna act like I'm not bothered that I just got ejected publicly from Beetlejuice. Good for good for her. Who amongst <laughs> us hasn't gotten fucking shit face drunk and wanted to rip fat vapes <laughs> in the middle of a uh, in the middle of musical theater Dude, happening? She is trash. She is like a certified mess right now. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay, this is this is where it really starts to trip me out. This <laughs> yeah. video. It keeps going. <laughs> like have, how many security? I have more. Are they I have more get? respect for her now. Yeah, no, went my way up in my yeah. ratings of uh, I think Congress she's, people. I, I think she's uh, she's living the time of her life. She's living La Vida Loca, okay? <laughs> she's awesome, man. We pay her a fat salary, and that's good. Yeah, yeah for sure. How much does she make you? Like $174,000 a raise recently. Maybe. I don't know what the current... Let's I thought, see. I thought Congress they make more than that. house uh, salary. Bober. She's on the street, bro. She's on a public street. We still got her ass on camera. <laughs> like that's what I'm wondering. Nine news. Like, how we did got, they get access? Dude, to we got our eyes on you, girl. It's Don't even try going. shit. It's still going. She's like a block away. Also, nothing's happening. It's just like 
They're just flexing on it. Yeah, that. no, it's, uh, yeah. it's it's 174,000 still. 174 grand. Yeah, since she uh, deserves since it. 2009. Damn, since 2009, Brandon's inflation. What's happening? They they got to raise oh, that salary up. Jack that up. She deserves it. She deserves every penny. Yeah. And how long and how many times when does she work? How when is she quote in the office? Uh, I don't know. Or does she even have to go to she doesn't even really have to. Well, go I mean, floor, does she? Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have to go. It's a much, it's a much freer process than like the average salaried employee. When you're a salaried employee of the state, you don't have to go. Hmm. Yeah. According to Denver police, uh, they said the two patrons were escorted out and reached the building's vestibule. They resisted leaving and said stuff like, "Do you know who I am?" <laughs> and she said, "I am on the board of yada yada, and I will be contacting the mayor." Shut up. Shut up. Contacting the mayor. Oh, I want to use such a drunk person thing to say. It's like, what, what are you going to tell the mayor? Like, I should be able to vape in the theater and be loud and drunk. Like, Denver, this is not communist China. I will have you know that I will be driving home drunk right now. And any of y'all try to pull me over, I will be telling the mayor. <laughs> oh, God. The mayor that would have been so fire if she got pulled over. Oh, my God. She probably she would. She drove drunk. She 100%. okay. Here's the thing. She almost lost. <laughs> she almost lost her uh, last election. If you guys remember, yeah. Uh, like she won by a very tiny margin. If she drove drunk and got arrested by cops, she would literally win in a landslide. Even after so? the redistricting that happened, <laughs> like she would literally win other districts. They would they would form a new rifle Colorado district that was. They, well, a why, mega district. Why? Because they would. There'd be a theory that uh, it was a democratic uh, hit job to arrest. No, you. Americans love drunk driving. They love drunk driving. Yeah, <laughs> we it's a pastime. It's a national pastime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I heard this clip is great. There's another Kennedy. Um, are you, is he why, not related? Why are you playing this phony? Uh, what do you mean? Th this phony fucking folk hero who went to Burning Man. He didn't. He didn't. No, we got debunked. Oh, he, did, we, he got duped. Yeah. He didn't go to Burning Man, but he's like charging. Man. There's new drama on him. He's charging 120 grand per show. What? Yeah. That can't be true. Oh. Tim Pool ripped him a little bit. Really? Wait, because Hold he on. was Mr. Like, I don't care about the money. I just care about yeah. the people. He, he 120K? Canceled, he, he canceled the show in this, like, smaller venue because apparently the venue was charging $200 and $90 a ticket. That's and expensive. Yeah, he was like, this is bullshit. Like, my tickets need to be $25 to $45. Except... What he's charging the venues apparently is 120 grand, and then complaining <laughs> that they're and then they're charging like, too and, much. and the venue was like, "Bro, what are you doing? Like, we have to fucking, we have to make these ticket prices." Please like, be, let that be true, because the Burning Man thing wasn't true. There's Let's, there's drama. Yeah, no, I'm reading about it right now. 125. What a phony bitch. So. It's damn shame. I'm a, that's bomb. a lot Most of fudge rounds, dude. The venue, which <laughs> promised to refund ticket holders within the next few business days, went on to explain the details surrounding Oliver Anthony's contract for the concert. The North Man, nor, uh, the North Man of Richmond, contracted to play the Cotton Eye Joe for one hundred twenty thousand yeah. dollars for the Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. Came Cotton on, come, them Cotton Eye Joe. Here yeah. we come. You guys see it? I make fun of the South, but too much. But this man's about to play at a venue called Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. Where did you come from? Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So he, uh, yeah, so he charged 120 grand. For a 40 minute show? 660. Oh. But, but, uh, let me I tell you something. Let me tell you something, okay? So he came out and was like, I've only made $35,000, uh, from a, a show. Like, not That's 100. a lot of guac. No, 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 that makes sense. 35 grand. Oh, no, he just did a whole thing He's about, selling out. I don't care about the money. Well, yeah, he, I mean, he does like free shows as well, stuff. too, but like uh, obviously it makes sense that uh, you would uh, you would charge for He should be doing free shows the way he talk about those fudge rounds. He does. He does do free shows as well. I'm, I'm being super fair and balanced okay, to Oliver Anthony. I know there's a lot of Oliver Anthony heads out there. They get very mad at me whenever I like call him really? like a we're this is not a friend. We're we're not a pro Oliver Anthony <laughs> show here. I just like I <laughs> I don't really care, uh, personally. I think he's like a... I mean, there was a video where he, like, Do actually... Do fudge rounds? No. Okay. <sighs> but... So it doesn't affect you? It, it doesn't. That's why I'm... Yeah. That's why I'm not passionate about this. I see. Because I'm not using... Uh, I'm not using my, my uh, EBT Snap. on fudge yeah. rounds. <laughs> God, so, can you do me a favor? How much fudge rounds does 120... How did you say 120,000? 100 and uh, yeah, 120,000. Fudge rounds can you buy with 120,000? Anyway, boxes. look, I think what's going on, I think what's going on here is that the drama is like a little bit manufactured. Um, and that overall, <laughs> overall, uh, the, the, uh, the situation happened because uh he probably has like bad management who's like charging 120 grand but then maybe he's not seeing all of it i don't know yes yeah, probably those right-wing grifters that jumped all over him to like produce his next album and all that right you could see that <laughs> i didn't pull this up in time but when we were talking about starfield no no had... they showed it i oh, we showed oh it. you did good yeah we I didn't see it, it. um yeah. so a box of eight fudge rounds is about eight bu uh ten bucks so it's about so, like a dollar, so twelve dollar ten per fudge round. Right. Okay. You're right. Yeah. So how much is? So you're looking at one hundred thirty thousand. We're saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're looking at like one hundred twenty thousand. One hundred twenty. Hundred. We're looking at like a hundred ten thousand fudge rounds. Mm -hmm. That's a, lot a lot of fudge, fudge rounds, rounds, brother. My friend. <clears throat> oh, fudge. I don't work for money. I work for fudge rounds. <laughs> you can. You can send the fudge rounds to my people. He's he's really he really went right, off right. on the fudge round. Right, like, he hates fat people. You know, it's just Jesus. Sack. He his his counter to this was so funny because like <laughs> it, it's really interesting because like he doesn't he never had to like do a correction on this. He could have just like leaned further into the like the right wing shit, which he kind of didn't. So I do have like some kind of respect for him on that front where he was just like, yeah. no, actually what I meant was true. like. The food that people are having is, like, really that's bad for them. Which that's is bullshit. Bullshit. His, his counter was bullshit. But he, he didn't lean into it, which I think yeah. that is commendable. His counter was fucking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, uh, coming out and, and saying, like, no, actually, it's not like that. Uh, I, I respect. It's commendable. <laughs> um, interesting guy overall. You know, big fan. Uh, love <laughs> love hearing his voice, his beautiful voice. Uh, you know, looking forward to his career. If you're prospering. going to be big. Three and 300 pounds. I could make a lot of fuel from your old fat rounds. Wanna use your oil to burn my candle. I don't know. You wanna read? So, this guy, John Kennedy, is he a Kennedy or like a fake Kennedy? 
Well, he is a Kennedy, but not. He's a Kennedy, Kennedy. but not from the family. Yeah, not not a Kennedy. Wait, you don't know about John Kennedy? My favorite, my favorite Louisiana's finest. Mm -hmm. He's a fake, but phony bitch ass fake Kennedy. Uh, How dare he even anti-vax? How dare? Yes, he definitely. Okay, good. So he's (laughs) in the. What do you mean? He's. So he's a Republican congressman from Louisiana. Louisiana. (laughs) So anyway, there's a clip of dear. I will quote from it. John, uh, Senator John Kennedy, who is uh, protesting the usage of lewd books being shared with our dear kids. Well, it, technically, it's not even like little children, and, and this is not a part of the curriculum. This is George M. Johnson's book about growing up. It's a memoir about growing up uh, black and queer, uh, <coughs> and, uh, and John Kennedy thought it was so unimaginably uh, unacceptable. To, to have this kind of pornographic material that he chose to read an excerpt in the Senate hearing. Yeah, let's see, he, there's certain excerpts from the LGBT book that conservative parents have been seeking to remove from schools so they aren't accessible by kids. So here, let's read. Let's hear. I mean, maybe he's got a point. Let's, let, let's hear him out. All boys aren't blue. And I will quote from it. I put some lube on and got him on his knees. Mm-hmm. And I began Go to on. slide Look at she's laughing, yeah. bro. Who are you? <laughs> I like her. She's awesome. <laughs> I like her, whoever you are. Immediately, she's like, oh, fuck. Him from behind. I pulled out of him and kissed him while he masturbated. Go on. He asked me to turn over while he slipped a condom on himself. Mm-hmm. Keep going. This was my ass, and I was struggling to imagine someone inside me. Right. He got on top and slowly inserted himself into me. <laughs> it was the worst pain I think oh, I no. have ever felt in my life. That was. That's... Eventually, I felt a mix of pleasure with the pain. Oh, oh God. God. Close quote. All boys aren't blue. Oh my goodness! All boys. <laughs> that was quite graphic, sir. <laughs> and also, like, little... I, my favorite thing is is just like reading and showing things that you find uh, are are like unimaginably like gross and unacceptable in a congressional hearing. You're going to look called, There's more gender queer. Uh huh. Okay. Let me read an excerpt from that quote. This is a different book. I got a new strap-on harness today. Okay. I can't wait (laughs) to put it on you. Okay. It will fit my favorite dildo perfectly. Nice. You're going to look so hot. Okay. I can't wait to have your cock in my mouth. Nice. (laughs) You're going to pull that, right, Zach? You put that with a little too much emphasis. I'm going to get into this. To have your cock in my mouth, sir. He's He's like like licking his lips. His mouth is salivating (laughs) while reading this. He's He's like, I cannot wait. Oh, wait. I missed a good line here. In my mouth. I'm going to give you the blowjob of your life. (laughs) Then I want you inside of me. Oh yeah! Wow, oh, that is graphic. Yeah. Like, so what's the what's the what's the goal here, right? Like, is the question you must be asking yourself, and the goal is to like ban these books in libraries and shit. Yeah. And it's so fucking stupid. Okay, it's so entirely stupid. Uh, the allowance uh, of books like this in libraries is perfectly valid, perfectly reasonable, especially if you're like a queer teenager. This could be formative. Nobody's fucking reading books anyway. 
But like, this is not <laughs> this is not point. fucking pornographic. Okay, if you're getting horned up by this, it's a lot easier that's, to that's, find. That's porn you. That. Like that's on you. you like, know how much harder it is to check this book out than just pull up porn. I know. Which, well, you know, they want to ban that too. But like the free speech defenders, uh, which uh, Republicans claim to be, right? Uh, that's that's what they did uh, throughout the the uh, the second term of the Obama presidency. Everyone was like, oh, SJWs, like, they hate free speech, they hate free speech. Even back then, while they were doing that, conservatives were propagandizing that they were the real free speech defenders, while simultaneously trying to fucking ban books like this. And, 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 and they've been doing it, they have never stopped doing it, and they're doing it again, and it is deeply frustrating, because, like, they portray this as, like, a, a, a six-year-old will, like, go pick up this copy and, like, read it, and then... I don't know what will happen to the six-year-old. I guess like they'll they will, be gay. They'll, they'll turn they'll gay. Be gay. I guess, but like, um, it's really <laughs> not really, all boys are blue. Yeah, it's really frustrating. Um, it's not. It's not a part of the curriculum. It's well, just I'm a sure. book in a fucking library. Okay, and There's books a lot should of books be allowed. Libraries. Yeah, and they should They're be big. allowed. But like, you know, I don't know the context even of the whole book. I'm sure that. You no, can't just take one line out of a book, you know what no, I mean? Like no, this, it is sure. a memoir. Yeah. It is a memoir from George M. Johnson and their uh, experiences growing up, black and queer, that's it. And and it was written with the express purpose of, like, helping other black, queer, questioning teenagers and adults, uh, you know, form and shape their identity a little bit better, or at least have, like, the terms to communicate their... Uh, their their ex gender expression. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna give you the blowjob of your life, sir. It's just so fucking annoying. Clip that, Senator. And the words you spoke are disturbing, especially coming out of your mouth is very disturbing. But I would, I would, Senator. The words you spoke are disturbing, especially coming out of your mouth is very disturbing. Thank you, King. Who is this? He's actually the Secretary of State. Is of, he pro uh, or Illinois. against? He is pro grooming or anti grooming. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which. Uh, uh, he is against banning the books. Okay, that's so, what I'll say. So that was against, a good. Yeah, it is, I, I am too. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Books? And and the the irony, the irony here is that like, the first book burning that happened in I Nazi Germany. On and got oh, sorry, him on I his knees. I didn't. I didn't yeah. mean <laughs> the first book burning that happened in Nazi Germany was literally trans medical research. They went into this. Uh, All right. They went into a, a medical facility that was like doing cutting edge uh, research on on you know trans people. Somebody said, "Hold on, Ethan, would you let your kids read those books?" I mean, I don't I don't know anything about the book. I don't. My kids would not read that it's book. It's not before. about kids. It's not for kids. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not no, not I would not let my four year old read that book. <laughs> yeah. Why would I? Book. He can't read. By the way, he can't read. My son can't read. I'd have to read it to him. He's <laughs> yeah. four. That'd it's be weird. It's just like, but that—that's—that's that's such a stupid it. fucking counter. You know what I mean? That's such an idiotic fucking counter because, like, the reality is, even if I don't want uh, my potential child in the future, fucking, uh, I don't know. <coughs> This is not even a good example. I was going to say Ayn Rand, but like I also don't give a shit if uh, they would read that because I would expect them to be smarter than than uh, believing in that dumb libertarian nonsense. But the truth is, like you we're talking about a whole library full of books. If you want to go through every of the tens of thousands of books in there for sexual passages and ban them all, go ahead. You ban the Bible. Yeah, ban the, ban the fucking Bible. But then. that that book is there to help some people. There's yes. a group of people that that book will help. So 
And the other people are not looking for that book, right? So, so you wanting to ban that book because you're afraid you're... I, I can't imagine that anyone under the age of 10 would stumble upon that book and just start reading it. No, there's no, no reason. There's no world in which... And plus, there's like a structure. Like the librarian will be like, no, you, you shouldn't read that book. Read this book instead. You know what I mean? Maybe, like, that's maybe the not. Whole point. Maybe not. But the point is, is it's there to help some people. Okay. Yeah. The people who is very niche. I mean, listen, if your kid's reading that book, they probably have a curiosity. And they're probably old enough to understand what those concepts are. This was actually later in the uh, in the same session. Holy they're fuck. Also what is to, that they're one? also trying to ban, um, what is it? Is this, is this like is inflation that pregnant porn teenage or a pregnant turtle? Yeah. yeah. Is it a pregnant? Looking for someone? That's really fucked up. By the way. Uh, Leonardo. I'd like to titty fuck her, dude. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. First of all, that'd be like. It'd be hard shell, right? I was right behind to. you, by the way. Yeah. He's like laying right By the way, I right saw right Ninja Turtles chair. movie with, with uh, Theodore. It was really good. Oh, really? It's fucking awesome. I heard, it I really heard good. good things about yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> like the, man, look at the rack on that turtle. Jeez. Anyway, here's more. Uh, Put some lube on. This is the one that we watched. Oh, we watched this one already? Yeah, that was the part two, yeah. Oh, so wait. Got him on his knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Uh, and I began to I'm slide trying to she's laughing. him. From so wait, there's more. There's, there's more. I can't. I, I got a new strap home. Strap Wait, we watched all these. He just he reposted just that part because it's so funny. I um, got myself a strap-on dildo, <laughs> and I like the size and feel of it. Right, put it on. Here, I wanted to show you guys this. Um, Looked so, at myself when the maid <laughs> for a good ten minutes. Here we go. Boy, I really liked the sight of that. Looked down at my old small pecker there. And wish myself had a big old one like this here strap one. Well, I like to wear the strap on out sometimes, make me feel like a man. I I go outside with a big old strap on, boy. Right. I ride the subway, see the package there? And I'm not talking about Amazon. Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I will go out to the club, meet some folks that have noticed my package, I tell them. Come home, find out. <laughs> That's right. I never take it off, folks. I haven't taken off, I haven't washed without it. And coming on one year now. A little bit of a smell coming off it, but the size is all worth it. Sometimes it's so long and nice, I can twist it around, penetrate my own ass. All right. That's what he said. I think... I, I think going back to the serious thing is is uh, these guys are out of fucking control. Uh, it's not about banning a specific book. It's it's only one aspect of a of a full throated war that the Republicans, uh, the conservatives, are waging against all matter of uh, gender expression or all matter of the expression of sexuality that does not correspond to male female heteronormative standards cisgender heteronormative standards there's got to be like ridiculous sex scenes tons of them yes. in that library the the example i used and and some of them want that band too they want like you know 50 shades of gray you can't have in a library and it's like 50 laughable. shades of gay yeah it's it's laughable to be like you should ban that like you're a fucking psycho okay if that's your goal um did you show this yet <laughs> awesome mm -hmm. Beetlebert. <laughs> Beetlebert. <laughs> Bobert. Um, 
I hate I hate this fucking banning books nonsense. Um, they do it with television as well. They did it with like PBS in in Alabama. If you remember the episode of Arthur, where there was like gay marriage happening, was that the one that Crowder was in? Uh, no, I don't think Carter was in that one. But overall, all this stuff is nonsensical, is bullshit. But uh, it is a it, it is only one flank of a much larger war. Take against, it off, bro. That's offensive. Yeah, shit. much larger war against uh, uh, queer existence in general. Thing. They're doing this on the legislative side by making it uh, uh, basically illegal to be trans in public, making it illegal to transition. All this stuff. Um, it's really fucked up. There's not enough support for it either. They're just kind of doing it for the fun of it. They're doing it because they, they want this level of control. They're doing it to appease some of the more radical factions within the base of the Republican Party. The, the, all of those uh, lobbyist groups with family uh, in their names. The, the, the Christian fundamentalists. And um, I, I just... <sighs> I get I get really frustrated when I when I see stuff like this, um, especially because that's not how that's not how gender works. You don't like see gay marriage and become gay. You know what I mean? That's not that's not how that fucking works. They know deep down inside that that's not how that works. They want to stop it because they don't want that expression. To, they don't want someone to be comfortable with their own identity because they themselves are not comfortable with their own identity. Um, that's it. They just want to make it as hard as possible to come out. And and they want to cast it aside. And it's very frustrating. Yeah. Um Yeah. I mean like like we said, how much there's like straight incest, like nice good incest like like they would make, you know, team skeet flush in the All, Bible. Yeah, like there are so many books that you What's read from words? 8th That's grade onward even in the American the even in the American curriculum that has like brutal depictions of sexual assault. American history or history in general has brutal depictions of genocide, torture, rape, all of that stuff like how are we sanitizing uh this uh, why are we sanitizing it is the first question because and how are we are sanitizing it? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking bullshit. The Bible has way more uh, brutal depictions of, of everything I just have mentioned. have sex with your father, with your sister. Isn't there one like that, where the twin, like, two girls fuck their dad? There's one. Uh, in the Bible, there's, yeah. in the Old Testament, there's well, a passage. <laughs> uh, in the Old Testament, there's a passage of uh, uh, what Hunter Biden did, basically, which crack is... And, crack and No, having sex with your, uh, with your recently mom. deceased uh, uh, brother's wife. Yeah. Right. Well, there's, that's a victimless crime. Yeah, I'm just saying that, like, but that's sex. Like, they're, they're, the Bible has sex and, and depictions of fucking your sister-in-law. But that's a good thing, right? Because you're supposed to take them when your bro passes, you take over. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's allowed. That's good Bible shit. Like, oh, the, the example I was going to use, the last example I was going to use before we move on to Kevin McCarthy's, uh, you know, incredible Biden impeachment inquiry, which will certainly uh, yield positive results. Um... In Florida, when the don't say gay shit was popping off, uh, like the one of the examples that was used commonly was like, oh, if you're a queer teacher, you're not allowed to have like if you're let's say you're a male teacher, you're gay, you're not allowed to have a photo with your uh, with your husband at, at school. Right. And like conservatives do this thing where they go, oh, if you're gay in public, you're 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 promoting gay sex. Like if you're holding hands in public, you're promoting gay sex because I can't stop thinking about gay sex. Right? Like, that's the, that's the mentality. And you would never say that about, like, a pregnant teacher. Mm. You know what I mean? 
Like, oh, my teacher, my, my daughter's teacher in kindergarten's pregnant. You know what that means? That means she fucked, which means she's walking around showing everybody how much she fucked. <laughs> <laughs> had heterosexual it's, sex. It's kind of a self-report because their very existence in their mind is sexual. That's what I mean. It's They're, like it's like hypersexualized. Know, I see a gay man and I just think about wanting to suck a man's penis. It's, I it's think so, about that's yeah. what they do and it gets me thinking about it. Makes me uncomfortable. But but that that normative standard is how is the reason why uh, a lot of people are able to get away, or or, uh, or a lot of people are able to get away with like bigoted perspectives uh while shielding it under uh our, our puritanical values like oh i just don't want any mention of sex and it's like no you don't you are the one who's you know connecting the dots there and and saying that like queer existence is inherently sexual when it's not you don't think that way about uh heteronormative cisgender uh relationships um thank you thank sorry. you sorry no you're right I support. I'm with you 100%, brother. You know what I'm saying? Dick's out, brother. Uh, here is... Uh, we're going to hit on these main topics real fast. So, <laughs> Kevin McCar McCarthy is getting desperate. The Hunter uh, Bider thing isn't providing any juice for impeachment. That's apparently turning into the thing now. We just got to impeach whoever... Whoever's well, in probably office. just said they were going to do that. They were like, oh yeah, if you do this to Trump, we'll do this to you. Right. And... It sucks for them because, like, Biden is uh, really hard to do this with because, like, he's kind of boring. He's a little too boring. Um, but, so there's, so this is an interesting strategy. Usually, right, you need the House vote to impeach a president. Uh-huh. But, but Kevin has said, what if we don't? And that, I think, is a compelling argument, legally <laughs> speaking. So here he is announcing that. Despite these serious allegations... It appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's... Never seen that before. President's family being offered special treatment? Yeah. That's, that's never happened. Yeah. Especially not in Trump. Thank God they're addressing nepotism finally in, 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 um, in, in, you know, familiar relations. Thank God, dude. Treatment that not otherwise would have received... Right. That they were not related to the president. Right. Huge problem. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. <laughs> and they want further it's investigation by the House of Representatives. Uh, but they did that. That's why today yeah, exactly. I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Without Biden. Without support of the House. This logical next step will give our committees the full power <laughs> we, to we support this motion and answers for the American public. That's I just exactly see two brave men. <laughs> they're, they're such two heroes. The answers. Ah, hey, Daddy, nice to see you. <laughs> well, yeah, one, one is dead, that piece of shit. How many Rockies you killed, Papa? <laughs> Chairman James Comer at the Committee on Oversight in coordination with Chairman Jim Okay, Gordon. so give me a pause for a second. Couple things here, okay? Number one, the the uh, investigation committee, uh, which was done behind closed doors for a very specific purpose, and the purpose was to, like, muddy the waters and lie about all the information that they couldn't find connecting Hunter Biden to Joe Biden. Um, that's number one. Number two, Republicans in Congress have said that there isn't enough information connecting Hunter Biden to Joe Biden. Uh, as far as like Hunter Biden's uh, level of access and influence 
in the decision-making process of the American government as, as it pertains to foreign policy, specifically in Ukraine. So that's number two. And number three, Kevin McCarthy himself personally gave a quote to Breitbart last week where he said, of course, we're going to hold this up for a vote. Okay, hold this up for a vote to, to launch this inquiry. And then obviously didn't have the fucking votes to do that. So now he's trying to do it without actually uh, it anyway. uh, putting it up for a vote. So every aspect of this is so haphazardly put together. Mitch McConnell himself has openly stated uh, as of like two days ago. And that's interesting because he can't really openly state anything. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he, 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 gathered, yeah. he gathered the last remaining uh, health bar and juice that he had to say, <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for the House to do its thing. The Senate is a whole different kind of issue. You know? He went like this. Yeah. The House Republicans. I don't know why I keep making this joke because uh, the doctors cleared him. So yeah, he's healthy. He's uh, he's, he's a beacon of health he just, and prosperity. He bumped his head apparently. Yeah, he's just he's fine. He had a little oopsie. He pooped his pants. That would have been way funnier if the medical professionals were like, "Yeah, he had a he had a sharding incident." It'd be more believable. The first time, that's what I thought happened. Pooped my pants. I straight up just thought he shit his pants and he was like froze up, not knowing what to do. But. My client bumped his head. And he just likes to veer off sometimes, mid-sentence fight. <laughs> sometimes happened to the good old boys. Had a little too much sweet tea in the morning, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Anyway, so that's pretty fun. Um, yeah, there didn't seem like a lot of support or juice yeah. at all for so, this. So here's what's going on. Uh, did Hunter Biden utilize the Biden name to get jobs that he had no business having Definitely. in positions of power? Absolutely. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. One of those, one of those was in Ukraine in an energy company called Burisma. Okay. Where he got a job without any Half fucking a million prior, a year, right? Yeah. But without <laughs> any dude. prior experience whatsoever. Part of the reason why he got this consulting gig was because he lied about having access to his dad. Ah. Um, part in that in that process, he also, in an effort to show everybody how much access he had to his dad, he had like phone conversations with his dad in front of those guys. Oh, that's but according crazy. to the actual testimony from uh, Devin Archer, the other person that was investigated by the House Committee, uh, the Republican business partner, right? His business partner, yeah. yes. No, in none of those conversations did they ever actually discuss work, and it was more so like him putting his dad on speakerphone, telling everyone to be quiet to show that he had <laughs> like crazy. to show that he could have a phone conversation with his dad. Yeah. So that um, Hunter Biden is a piece of work. Yeah, it's, really it's pretty is. funny. It's, it, it's pretty funny. This is like while Bo Biden was also like dying of cancer, so his dad was probably more likely fucking to fucking pick up the phone call. Dude, that so, Hunter really is something. Yeah. So yeah, the goat. So. <laughs> All of that stuff is is true, like nepotism, uh, all that stuff is 100% real. The point is, if you want to impeach, uh, you know, a, a, a president for having a fail son, you have to somehow tie the fail son back to the president. And right. there is no paper trail that they've been able to find. There's no conclusive evidence that they've been able to find. And now they're just kind of saying, like, the they've decided the way to massage the narrative in the absence of evidence, hard evidence that could directly tie you to the the wrongdoing that you're alleging specifically that like brandon uh pressured the ukrainian government to fire victor <laughs> shokin 
the Ukrainian uh, prosecutor at the time, right? He did this because he wanted to help his son Hunter and justify Hunter's salary. That is the argument. In order to make this argument stick, you have to have uh, a couple different uh, pieces of information. You have to have some kind of paper trail, or you have to, at the very least, have some uh, uh, like conclusive evidence that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden had conversations specifically about his uh, Burisma job. And and like and last but not least, and this is probably the most important aspect of this because this is something I covered all the way back in like 2019 when the original Trump conversation was happening with Ukraine. If you remember, the, the, the impeachment trial happened because Trump had a phone conversation with Ukrainian officials where he said, give me dirt on Joe Biden and Hunter Biden as it pertains to Burisma. And if you don't show me dirt, I'm going to stop uh, giving you military support, which was already congressionally approved. So we didn't even have the presidential power to be able to stop that from happening. Right. So that's why he got impeached. Uh, uh, if you guys remember the first time. And yeah. at the time, um, it was already known. It was already well known and well established that Victor Shokin was a corrupt prosecutor that literally Ukrainians wanted to, to uh, remove from position. Civil society organizations that are involved in Ukraine wanted to remove from that position. Uh, the international community wanted to remove him from this position. The IMF and the World Bank wanted to remove him from this position of power, and they were even saying that they were going to stop giving loans to Ukraine unless they removed this prosecutor from a position of power. Um, so they 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 claimed that like it was Hunter Biden that got this prosecutor removed, but that's fucking idiotic <coughs> because the CIA wanted him removed. Right. Right. The civil society organizations that had interest in Ukraine wanted him removed. Ukraine was already uh, a, a important. Uh, Ukraine was already, like you've mentioned, an important country for American okay. interest so in the nation. Back. There was It was both simultaneously in the Western sphere of influence on the one hand, but also in the Russian sphere of influence on the other. And Viktor Shokin was a longtime uh, Ukrainian official that was, you know, on this delicate tightrope, and he was leaning too much in the Russian direction for the Western interests in the country to be comfortable with. Right. And that was the major reason why they wanted him out of this position. And also because he was corrupt, but everyone's fucking corrupt. Uh, like, let's be real. Right. So. At the end of the day, the one aspect of this story that I find really hilarious is that Victor Shokin, the corrupt prosecutor that Biden pressured Ukraine to remove. Was also holding up investigations on Burisma. Yeah. Mm. So he was literally working in favor of Burisma. Yeah. Interesting. Him being fired was bad for them. Yeah. So him like... being fired was bad for Burisma <laughs> because he had held up an investigation that the uh, the UK officials were conducting, where they stopped the the UK officials from actually seizing Burisma executives' assets to the tune of <laughs> millions of fucking dollars. So why the fuck would Hunter Biden want this guy fired? If anything, if he didn't get fired after all of those civil society organizations that had interest in Ukraine wanted him to be uh, ousted from his position, if he didn't get fired, then it would be improper. Then it might have might have you might have had a leg to stand on with respect to like what Biden was doing because Joe Biden acted on the opposite interest of his son in What's, that situation. Another interesting thing that Oops. I read was that um when Biden administration found out that Hunter got that job, 
they launched their own internal investigation to figure out like what the fuck was going on. That's you mean, all pretty you well mean, documented. You, you mean the, the Obama administration? Because oh, Biden oh, was the Yeah, VP. yeah, he was a VP. So yeah. there was an Obama administration investigation because they were worried about it at the time. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, y'all got to get your son in check. <laughs> yeah. Because it makes us look, this looks horrible. Yeah. And it's all well documented. You, you want to know another really funny thing? K-File on CNN found this, Andrew. Um, there was a bipartisan letter of support from Republicans and Democrats alike at the time pushing to remove Victor Shokin from his prosecutorial powers. Hmm. So fucking it's, Republicans it's what, wanted this. They, mm -hmm. Hunter Biden delivered on our promise. And, and here's the thing. The reason why there was so much bipartisan support do. for yeah. Ukraine at a time when no one was talking about Ukraine, even though uh, Russia and Russian involvement in Ukraine was already happening in the eastern territories of Donetsk and, and uh, LPR and DPR, right? There was uh, back and forth uh, shelling. Thousands of people were already dying, even though people in America did not know about it or care about it at the time. But there was bipartisan support. Why? Because it was in the American strategic <clears throat> interest. That's why there was bipartisan support. That's why when we were funding the Azov uh, uh, part of the Ukrainian national defense, for example, that uh, it became a big problem from an optics perspective, at least, when you had John McCain and Amy Klobuchar going to Ukraine and hanging out with these guys and giving them fucking weapons and training and logistical support uh, and that the uh, Obama administration have to, had to actually go back on and, and specifically carve out a clause that uh, would, would uh, dictate that none of the weapons that we were given to Ukraine would go to the Azov, uh, the, the Azov Brigade because they were Nazis or are Nazis. So, okay. I mean, we've, we've thoroughly, I feel, debunked this thing. But there are people on the right with really fresh perspectives on this. Um, <laughs> for example, Tim Poole, who always has the best insight. Let's see what he has to think say about this. Let's break it down for you, because we do. Here's from the Washington Wait, Free... Pause free Wait, go back up, please. I'm sorry. This is so <laughs> dumb. But no, no, no. Go a little bit further. Tim Pool's, Tim Pool's ads are awesome. Do you support our Second Amendment? Yes! yes! No! The no one's so small. <laughs> <laughs> they make the no one so small. Yeah. Oh, I misclicked. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know I, where I that... misclicked. I'm gay now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Well, he does. He supports everyone having nukes, even. So... Right. Yeah. Um, for you, because we do. Here's from the Washington Free, Free Beacon. Oh, you're going to complain about this? NewsGuard certified. Hunter Biden <laughs> called D.C. to get Ukraine prosecutor fired for Burisma. His ex-business partner reportedly testified. He did not. Which makes no sense. No, he did not testify that. Yeah. He did not. This is a, uh, this is Are completely you telling me a the lie. website with the, do you support Second Amendment? Well, the funny thing is, I, Free Beacon. This is so easy to debunk. It, this article was from August first. The transcript of the <laughs> testimony that he's talking about was released on August third, two days later, and so we didn't know this. This article is talking about speculation. Then it yes. came out, and the testimony directly contradicted everything Tim yes. is saying. That's that was the the smoking gun on the Devin Archer testimony turned out to be a massive fucking uh, nothing burger. Which was why this was being conducted behind closed doors to begin with. Because if they had evidence, you think the fucking Republicans would not have wanted to televise this trial on Fox News every goddamn day? Right. Of course they would. The, the investigation was so bad like that it didn't yield the results that they wanted to, to get out of it. 
So much so that like the Republicans on the committee stopped going to the fucking meetings where they were just like, yeah, this sucks. Like Boring. there's nothing going on here. Um, but of course, they still gave at least enough information for Fox News and Kaylee McEnany and all these other people to like run with and, and claim was uh, was was, uh, you know, real uh, accusations and, and, and hard evidence of, of misconduct. Did they really both roll around in aviator glasses together? That's kind of wild. Yeah, I mean, it's badass. You know it's badass. Come on. Get in, son. We're going to smoke crack. Get in, son. We're going to go. We're <laughs> get, get in, Lou. Get in, Jack. Show. We're going yeah, to fire Victor Shokin. <laughs> 2015 to get Ukrainian prosecutor investigating his employer fired. Archer, who sat on the board of Ukrainian gas company Barista, is literally Holden. reading freebeacon.com right now. But it says, look, look. It's NewsGuard look, certified. Click on this. Click on this. Click on this. Click on what? Okay. Fox News reported. Oh, you can't. It's a video. Fucking yeah. God oh, I, damn it. I think I linked to it, though, um, in the doc. Let's see if you can. Let's see if you can find what the Fox News report was saying. Which, again, was from before. But look, look, look. Archer also testified Biden called his father more than 20 times during Here, his I've got, I've got the article. the Biden brand. That part is real. Here's the article he's reading from, but we'll go down to Fox News report. Yeah, because they're a just source told a source told Fox News. Hunter Biden Burisma execs called D.C. to get Ukrainian prosecutor fired. Right. So July 31st. A source told them this. Devin a, a source. Go down. Yeah. I think I look for it. I don't. If I told looking, you the story. I told you what he did. And it's exactly what I said. Because Devin Archer was directly asked, do you believe that, like, Hunter Biden had any phone conversation with Joe Biden uh, that that would be, like, incriminating, damaging, or was, like, genuinely trying to change Biden's perspective on uh, his affairs with Burisma? And he said, no. Straight up. He's like, no, he did not. Oops. Oh, yeah, see, the White House uh, president said he was never in business with his son. Archer's testimony also openly confirmed that as well. You're reading here. President, the House Republicans' own much-hyped witness today testified that he never heard of President Biden discussing business with his son or his son's associates or doing anything wrong. Oops. In their much-hyped witness testimony... House Republicans keep promising bombshell evidence to support the ridiculous attacks against the president, but time after time, they keep failing to produce any. If huh. they had the bombshell evidence, they would have televised this on Fox News. There would have so been a bomb. constantly cut videos about, like, Devin Archer openly stating, yeah, Hunter Biden uh, and, and Joe Biden are corrupt. So the one little nifty rhetorical trick that a lot of the Republicans in positions of power and also Fox News is engaging in is notice every time they talk about this situation under the impeachment, right? They always say the Biden family. Why are they not saying Joe Biden? Why have they why do they never mention Joe Biden directly by name and and how he is related to the Hunter Biden uh, misdeeds? Because that connection is alleged. They've made it up in their minds, which is why instead of saying like um look at the the amount of money that uh the Biden family got from Burisma, and substitute the Biden family for Hunter Biden because all of that other stuff is only done by Hunter Biden. There is, at this moment, and maybe there will be new evidence somehow, somewhere down the line, but at this moment, as far as all of the investigations that have been done on the matter, there is no tangible, conclusive evidence whatsoever that connects Hunter Biden 
and his misdealings with Burisma and any other fucking foreign national with Joe Brandon himself. Here's Tim having a meltdown when people are saying, even his own fans are saying the case is light. He's not hearing it. Primers in their headlines. Long shot. The fight it's ready for. How Donald's DOJ gave Biden a major assist in the coming impeachment probe. You see, here's what, there, there's very few. Uh, oh, here we go. Opinion. Where is the evidence, Speaker McCarthy? David French. See, people like David French are lying on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way you spend <laughs> this much time in, in politics and not know. There's a certain pattern Wait, to pa- impeachment. Wait, pause it. Is, but- it, it. That is pretty... So, first of all, the New York Times does lie regularly, especially on the op-ed side. I mean, they literally sold the Iraq war, those cretins. But it is pretty funny to say, like, these guys are lying on purpose. Like, people like David Prancher are lying on purpose right after you pulled up a Washington Free Beacon article that you defended that literally was just false, okay? Well, guess what? He's got another article to pull up. Okay, let's Hold on, yeah. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Where's the... Oh, no. Oh no, I stumbled upon evidence. What do we do, no, David not French? The free beacon. David, David, what do I do? Do I <laughs> pretend like the evidence doesn't exist? Uh, this article reads God, this Hunter so Biden trash. called DC to get Ukraine prosecuted for Burisma. His ex business partner reportedly testifies. Oh no! Oh, David, David, what do we do now that there's actual evidence published in the Washington Free Beacon? <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, what's this? Uh oh. It's the New York Times. The New York Times, what do they say? They say, um, he's really on Mr. Biden confided to his inner circle that he believed Trump was a threat to democracy and should be prosecuted at all. And, and Garland said, uh, uh, he wanted Mr. Garland to act less like a ponderous judge and take more, as, act more like a prosecutor who was willing to take decisive action. Oh no. What? What do we do? We have evidence that Joe Biden flew to Ukraine to get a prosecutor fired because the prosecutor was investigating his son's company. Oh no. Wait. Is it proof? Huh? What is it? He is all over the place Biden with this. flew to Ukraine. To no, no. Fire. Biden Biden did. So Biden did actually pressure the Ukrainian government. That part is true. Okay. He did. He wanted Victor Shokin to be fired. Right. But Victor Except was. Victor Shokin was holding up yeah. investigations he, Victor to was, fucking Burisma. Yeah. Victor was Burisma's guy. Joe firing him was against their interests. Yes. So. I don't, I don't fully understand it. It's, it's like, I mean, Victor Shokin is, is anyone's guy, right? Like, whoever is greasing his pockets, uh, whoever's greasing him uh, harder, Victor is going to be on board with. But that in and of itself represented a threat for at least foreign capital with interests in Ukraine, okay? I need people to understand this. Ukraine, much like many of the uh, former uh, Soviet uh, Eastern Bloc countries, was robbed of its resources and and uh, was propped up with a corrupt kleptocracy just like every other country because of western influence in the aftermath of the USSR falling apart okay so every single person that is in a position of power in all of these countries oftentimes are corrupt just like american politicians are corrupt these guys are also very corrupt okay so and this even goes all the way to uh zelensky as well which uh many people used to cover like the uh, you know organizations like NATO pro NATO organizations and and outlets would also talk about Zelensky uh, offshoring uh, some of his wealth and yada yada yada. None of that matters at this point. What matters is Victor Shokin was not 
as much in the Western sphere of influence as uh, the, the, the Western operators in Ukraine wanted. That's it. That's why they wanted him fired. Okay? He, he towed the line a little too much, a little too close to the, to the Russian allegiance in the Russian sphere of influence, and that's why they, that he represented a threat for people with uh, material interest in Ukraine. That's it. So any conversation beyond that is, is so silly to me uh, because he was already acting in, uh, at the behest of Burisma. Hunter Biden indicted on federal gun charges. There's actually some breaking news. This happened yeah. uh, during the show today. So this was part of, uh, he had like had that plea deal that fell apart and now they're charging him with like the gun stuff, I guess. Which is whatever, go for it, you know what I mean? Fuck it. I mean, free my boy Hunter for sure, but. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, if he's, you know, I'm not, I'm not here riding for, I don't care about Hunter Biden. You know, I don't, I don't. Take, was... take him, please. He'll probably, he'll probably get access, to, he'll probably be having the time of his life in jail, smoking crack. <sighs> <laughs> they did. They smuggle crack into prison, probably. I'm sorry. There's nothing more hilarious than the fact that, like, this. Uh, this I smoked this... crack once. You did? Yeah. Did what? you like it? Um, I didn't. I didn't feel it. That's crazy. That's the guy. I'm just. It's too, it's too weak for my him. natural uh, existence is crack. <laughs> I don't Smoke feel that shit. It. <laughs> it's actually one. It's 12:30. Yeah. Uh, and we only talked about one topic. And we did. So what do we do? What do you mean? Title. Just oh. say them. Just say, yeah, say we'll just, the other topics. But so we just do Biden impeachment? That's the what title? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And uh, Starfield review. Starfield review. <laughs> Biden impeachment. Mexican border harassment. Right. Yeah. We covered a lot of politics. I mean, we even did... Uh, uh, we even did the the uh, its favorite topic. Um, Hassan is a tanky who loves China and Russia. <laughs> yeah, I don't know all this stuff. I was just curious. Yeah, well, I mean, it's good. I, I love... Well, just say what you think. If people are going to be away, then they'll be away. Yeah, know? no, I, I, I always Ethan do. confronts Hassan, please not. Please don't do that. Well, that's... <laughs> no, no, no. That's definitely going to happen regardless. Well, I like, don't want that to be people, the title. People should be able to... I mean, that is going to be the title. People should be able to uh, have episode. these discussions on foreign policy without, like, you know, being at each other's throats. I think it's kind of weird, especially because at the end of the day... Regardless of what my opinion is or what your opinion is, whatever the American foreign policy apparatus has an interest in a specific <laughs> country is what is going to happen. So we I'm in are favor of all people of the powerless. world being free. Yeah, me too. Damn, dude. Freedom. Brave. To life, that was brave liberty, and, true. and justice. That's brave. Brave and true. Freedom reigns supreme under God. Let's spread it, baby. Yeah. Spread that. Under like our Christian peaks. God. I'm spreading freedom like them cheeks. <laughs> like Joe, like John Kennedy is spreading them cheeks. Spread, hey Cheryl, spread those cheeks. Why? No, I'm you at know? the other Kennedy, but oh. but I want to know what Larry David has Cheryl, to say about Cheryl, spread that. those cheeks. Why it open for me like like I do when I like my the brain barrier. Spread your cheeks open like the brain barrier does. <laughs> from the COVID shot, or no, that was from Wi-Fi. Uh, the blood-brain barrier, it's right, Wi-Fi, yeah, phone. like, pennant, yeah, something like that. Yo, dude, we gotta protect our blood-brain barrier. You it's know true. what I'm saying? Alright, we gotta go, though. Um, oh no, is this real? Dude. He doesn't look very happy this to be in the photo. This photo's epic. I, I'll say, Larry <laughs> does not seem happy to be there. 
I think he was doing a little goofy face though, like yeah, that he would do. Just, either way, um, I, 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 and this is an old photo. Is this from their wedding or something? Yeah, it's from their wedding. Okay, so then he didn't fucking. He wasn't as big as a fucking anti-vaxxer kook back then. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, this is co-star at the time. Yeah, yeah. Larry's the best man. You know he's vaxxed up. Larry's vaxxed the fuck up. He seems like the kind of guy that would that would get extra vaxxed. He's like got that. <laughs> Shirtless Eddie. Vaxxed. Yeah, he'd go around to yeah. clinics and fifty uh, shots. Just get like eight COVID. Line them up. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So thank you, Hassan. Thank you very much. Thank you all. Once again, there's a uh, flash sale happening on TeddyFresh.com. Go check it out. It's all happening right now. Hassan. Uh, sorry about Mexico. They really got you, huh, bud? Yeah. Hassan. Hassan now understands why taxation is theft. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm already a capitalist. I've already been a capitalist, you know, <laughs> and I'm. I'm simultaneously a capitalist and also a tanky who defends uh, Russia. And That's China. right. Wait, Mexican uh, border patrol was like, "Give me two hundred dollars." Ugly. You're disgusting. That literally is what they said. Give me two hundred dollars. That's what they said. All right, guys, we'll be back tomorrow for After Dark. It's going to be a fun, fun show. Laughs, goofs, everything in between. It's all happening. Hassan, have a fantastic weekend. Thanks for being here. Nice to see you. Tomorrow's show is going to be much better. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Classic. No offense. Yeah. No, none taken. I agree. (laughs) All right. Take care, guys. See you then.